some of the things, some of the the cliche Hollywood things that they that they they take the piss out of are really funny. Like I remember that that uh, one. My favourite one is when um, it's when those two uniform cops go to the his uh, Jack Slater's second cousin Frank's house, and it blows up, <laughs> and one of them's lying on the ground, and Arnie comes over and goes, "Hey, hey, are you okay?" The guy goes, two days to retirement." <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> Lovely. So, do you want to start us off? Taking a look at the films of someone who doesn't have an equal in terms of Hollywood star power. I was thinking this um, last night as we watched uh, Twins. I was saying to myself, um, you know, a little bit of spoilers, but that shot where he sees that picture of Sylvester Stallone yeah, and I was like, as much as I love Sylvester Stallone movies, I think Arnie just pips it. Oh, I thought we were talking about Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is this not the Danny DeVito top yeah. five podcast? Yeah. Oh, I've got the wrong list. Hold on. Yeah, switch over to um, the the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> list. So yeah, we're doing uh, the top five uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Yes, we and, are. Uh, yeah, there was there was a slight pause for me where I was like, "Is there anyone who has the same draw as Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime?" You know, now might be a bit of a different story. We'll get onto that in a bit, but um, yeah, I feel like it's just you know, you know, like Sky have these uh, seasons sometimes, and they've kind of run out, so they started doing like Tom Hanks. And uh, so they started doing like singular actors. I was just like, you got to, you got to do Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. You got to do, uh, you got to do Arnie movies. And um, so we've decided to do our Faye Five mm. and one worst. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. But yeah. I can eat. I can eat. I know what it is anyway. Yeah. I was, um, was, was going to say it shouldn't take to. Oh, oh, I don't know. Oh. Is it actually? I know what mine is, and it's yeah. not what I thought it was five seconds ago. <laughs> um, uh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe I need to write mine down midway whilst we're doing the uh, the, f- the top five. Controversially, yeah. um, I agree with you, uh, <laughs> and and uh, surprisingly, surprisingly, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you th- I mean, think about it. Who's the biggest star on the planet right now? As in, like, who's who's the most? I don't know, like, well, it's statistically, who's the most well-paid? Oh, well, it's, uh, it's the Rock. Exactly. Yeah. So I do think someone that, who we'll have to circle back to. I think there's well, we might have to do a Rock <laughs> one, but there's there's something about perhaps there's something about a, a, a you know a, a strong, tough, uh, leading man. Yeah. I mean, I know that sort of um, I know that action as a genre kind of gets overlooked when it comes to like critical acclaim and yeah, Oscars and stuff. Yeah. You don't really get action movies, don't really win awards. No. But I mean they are arguably the biggest box office of course, draws, yeah. the biggest successes. I feel like the top I mean it's know, got to be the top three minimum grossing yeah. films or even top five gross uh highest grossing films of all time. They're all action films, mm. you know. 
I guess you could say, you could have a bit of a case for sci-fi, but it's got action. They're action genre with yeah. sci-fi in it. And you know, and, and and let's be honest, action does appeal more to a male audience. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's quite um, it's quite uh, well telling, I guess, that a genre that's um, you know stereotypically uh, aimed or or is liked by one sex is is so popular yeah, it's and predominant isn't you know really? um obviously you know like i said when it comes to like winning awards and stuff it's it's drama you yeah, know? yeah obviously yeah. drama is like the 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 sort of leading mm. genre in in that respect but action uh, you know going back i would say arguably to like the sort of 50s when the sort of western westerns mm. were coming into it you know we which were Kind of, which I know Western's its own genre, but they they had action in there. Oh, yeah, of course. You had your original action They're all an offshoot, like... aren't they? Like, it's just, yeah. uh, it's action and drama. Yeah. You but it's say... a Western, but it's action and drama, but it's a sci-fi. You could say there's always you know? been these sort of action, Hollywood action leading men, you, you know, like you sort of, I guess back in the day, you might have, could have argued it was John Wayne. And then perhaps in the sort of 60s, it was, I don't know, maybe... Connery as Bond and then you had yeah in moving into 70s you had your sort of Kung Fu you had your sort of Bruce Lee and Chuck yeah. Norris and then once once you hit the late 70s early 80s it's Arnie it's Arnie and, and, and I think to be honest since Arnie um, you know the, the, the since the sort of the, the, for want of a better word the decline of Arnie's career yeah I don't think I think that's coincided with the rise of the Rocks yeah, so the oh, Rock yeah, yeah. Has, ta- has basically taken the place of Arnie. Oh, hundred percent. And I don't, and I think that. So yeah, and I do think you're right. I think, especially certainly as you say in the like early eighties, when I think Arnie was at his peak, mm. I do think he was the biggest movie star, star, in, the star in the world. Yeah, and and you know, and I know that his films aren't the the best films made, and and his acting is 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 not is not the best, but. He's a great action hero. My God, and yeah. As we will talk about, the he is a comedian as well. You know, whether it's the directing or it's got, it's, got to be, so. it's got to be a bit of himself as well. Like he, he can't just be like, oh, the directors are directing him well to have this yeah. comedic timing um, in some of these films. But it's got to be the line delivery as well, and you know yeah. the actions. You know, so he's got he's got uh, comedic chops. Oh well, which I feel I mean, go underappreciated. Yeah. I think he does as well. I mean, I've I've seen Pumping Iron. I haven't seen it. Um, and uh, it, it, this was pre, you know, this was pre uh, Hollywood career. I don't even think if he knew at the, when this this documentary was being made if he was going to be an actor. Yeah. But in that documentary, he's very charming and charismatic and funny. In the, at that point, I think when Pumping Iron was, so that was like seventy-seven. Yeah. He'd only, I think he'd only been in three or four films at that point. So yeah. you're looking at, um, oh, I've just looked at, looked at it as well. So he'd been in uh, Hercules in New York. That was 69. And then he'd been in um, another random film. like I think it's called like Stay Hungry or something with Jeff Bridges and Sally Field. That was right. And then I think one more film and then Pumpy Iron came out. Yeah. So it was, you know. Yeah, like you said, he didn't know whether he was going to continue to to be yeah. in films. He'd just been in films as you know, big muscly guy, 
which is you know fair enough for the yeah. mistake he had. Um, yeah, so... it's odd that he's so in like he's so natural in front of the camera in that, and so charming and funny and quite witty. Yeah, but then in when he starts, <laughs> but then when he starts acting, it's, certainly at the start of his career, it's sometimes. Really I mean, quite bad. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know about that. I hope to. I don't know. I, oh, I don't know if it's. I don't know. It might be in your top five. So I, I'm apologising in advance. No, for, that's right. But um, I mean, his acting in Commando is awful. <laughs> um, I don't know whether that's him or whether he was told to to do that. Yeah. But honestly, it's so bad. I mean, there's no emotion. Um, he it, he literally it's literally like he's just. Reading the lines out loud. Um, so with with that, we we had a bit of a theory that obviously he kind of gets better um, over definitely. time. Um, but I'd say because that was about that was eighty four. Mm. Uh, I think it was in another Conan film the same year. Mm. The Con- Conan the Conqueror thing was eighty four as well. And um, but in between that, like eighty two, he was in. Terminator was in another film that year. Yeah, it's just weird because he. I so he, yeah, I he, think here's the thing with with Terminator. Not to jump ahead too far into spoiler territories for the whole podcast, but I feel like his his minimal uh, lines and his minimal direction, other than you're a killer robot, probably helped in oh, that yeah, role massively, like hugely. And I feel like it's after Commando and after kind of eighty four that you start start getting uh, Arnie kind of uh, getting a lot better at his craft. Mm. So it's literally past eighty five, in that pocket between eighty five and well, we said the start of the decline was the very early two thousands yeah. or nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. So in that pocket is where you get peak Arnie. Yeah, and uh, you know the quality gets gets better. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, it's just weird that up until that point he played, you know, he played a a, a cyborg and a you know like a, an ancient warrior yeah. barbarian, and then this is like his first like human role. Well, not human. That's, <laughs> that's Conan's obviously human, but it's his first like uh, modern. Uh, yeah, it's kind of more down to earth, isn't it? Person. Yeah, yeah, and yet he's just so someone from Earth. Yeah, he's just but, as we know it. Now. But he's so unemotive, and yeah. and I just I, I mean I mean Commando is a, is a, don't get me wrong, it's a great film. I mean it's hilarious. I mean it's so over the top. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just hilarious. Um, but we, anyway, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. So we're gonna go from five to one, similar to our previous episode on. On the top Pixar films, yeah, or our favourite Pixar films. This um, was the natural um, leap from Pixar <laughs> to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, the natural follow-up. So you're talking about kids' films about toys, and then you're talking about murderous cyborgs from the future. Yeah, it's it's a natural. It's uh, you don't even need jump. seven degrees of separation. No, you don't. No. I think it's more like one or two. Right. Yeah. So number five for me um, is. And uh, he checks notes because it's changed about three times. Is twins, which we watched yesterday. Now you could, and I, I could, it came down to the wire. Really, you could swap that out for 
kindergarten cop. But I've gone for twins because it's been a long time since I've seen it, which is a recurring theme of all these. But is um, also I've not laughed that much at an Arnold Schwarzenegger film in a long time. He's so, I mean, he is the quintessential fish out of water, Arnold Schwarzenegger, in any film, um, except for maybe like Terminator or Conan, I guess. Um, but in this film, it's it's played for, for, for the most amount of laughs. Yeah. You know, obviously like uh, Kindergarten Cop is like obviously... Um, you know, another fish out of water kind of comedy for him, but I feel like this one, it's just got, it's just got everything, and that it's got good direction, which we've probably already touched upon. Uh, good comedic timing from Arnie, genuinely spot on on a lot of gags. Absolutely, I agree. Um, and it's just. Some bits are a little bit jarring from the, the overall perspective of the of the movie. Um, uh, sometimes it takes the the tone to like a really dark level, and then sometimes it's like really light hearted, light hearted slapstick comedy. So I'm like, I'm a little bit like maybe it should have picked a lane, but obviously you got to have a bit of gravitas with the who's a lane. <laughs> It's it's got a, it's got a maybe just kind of uh, either get a little bit lighter on the darker elements or darker on the lighter elements, yeah. but I, you know it still it still works and Danny DeVito is Danny DeVito really you know I think it's the most Danny DeVito you see him. He's very Danny De, Danny DeVito isn't yeah. he in that film? <laughs> he has a penchant for playing Danny DeVito Danny DeVito really. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, and it's what you could imagine him being like in the uh, in Hollywood in the eighties, um, his character, and yeah, twins is obviously a ridiculous premise um, yeah. with uh, six uh, sperm donor daddies creating two children. I don't think my maths is quite correct. How? But what I don't understand <laughs> is how. I mean, I guess they don't explain the science because they can't, but how on earth can six different... How can you have six different fathers? That, that, that Surely that, that Maybe doesn't if they'd, work biolo- bi- biologically. If they had said in the in the opening kind of credits, you know, where they're explaining a story, very rushed, obviously, if they kind of said, like, they, they picked the traits genetically from six men and put it into, like, one sperm... I would have got it because because you can do the maths there, can't you? You can be like, right, so they've, there's, you know, genetic engineering have taken these traits from all these guys and they've put it into like one sperm and egg, but it's created twins. I would have been like, that's a little bit, that makes a little bit of sense. Whereas if you've just gone, no, there was six. What do you mean there was six? Was there six, six guys and they just, they mixed the sperm? Like what (laughs) I mean, without, that doesn't make sense at without all. getting too crude. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's how sperm works. Yeah. Only one little tadpole can latch on to the. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely not doctors. 
But, but I think we know how spermatozoa works. One in like a billion or, or is it? <laughs> and that's from one guy. Yeah. So if you've got like six guys and with like six billion sperms yeah. and only one can 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 win that it race. Was that, it was that bit at the beginning of the uh, of the film where it's like uh, it was doing a very uh, it was doing a very 80s thing of showing like oh this this guy's like a professional athlete so he's on a treadmill this guy's a professor so he's obviously he's reading hold, a book he's holding a beaker with, yeah. a, with a liquid in it I'm pretty sure they yeah. had you know like the um, the 3D uh, picture of like the brain but like on on a human, so like mm. it's like a statuette, yeah. And it's like I'm I'm pretty sure one of them was holding that just for like no apparent yeah. reason. Yeah. He's like and a scientist, yeah, and a guy who's good at tennis, yeah. And it's just <laughs> yeah. like and he's, <laughs> yeah. he's just practicing his backhand. He's literally one you know he's an astronaut, and he's like <laughs> he's it's in a suit. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. The tennis one's like batting balls against like a robot, you know, like from uh, one of the Rocky movies. Happy birthday, Polly. Yeah, that's <laughs> such a weird scene. But yeah, it's very 80s in the the um, in the fact that, the, you know, to get the point across that these people were intelligent, you had them, you know, like doing science. And then these are athletes and it's like they're doing movement. Um, but yeah, in that scene, it just made it really confusing from the offshoot. But it's a comedy, so... You know, you can't really, can't really get too, too far into it. It's just you're already kind of looking at the person next to you. Oh well, we definitely were, and just like, what, what does that mean? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, after that, you know, uh, you get to to meet the characters. I think they set up like Danny DeVito's character pretty well, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger coming to Los Angeles, and it was just. <laughs> I mean, I pointed it out where it's just that scene where he gets there and for for the first 15 minutes of Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, in Los Angeles, all he's doing is eating. Like, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> he's like having eclairs, hot dogs, like he gives a hot dog to a tramp and then the next 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 scene, he's he's got another one. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I'm just cracking on. And uh, yeah, I thought that, I, I mean, it could have been done for laughs, but I, I just thought that's, that's just ridiculous. I was just laughing. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's a good comedy, and it shows. Um, it, I know it sounds like really cheesy, but it kind of shows his quite versatile. Yeah, you know, it does because it's got it's got some drama in there as well. You know, it's got it's definitely got action because obviously, what do you get Arnold Schwarzenegger for if it hasn't? Um, but yeah, it's just it's a it's a it's a weird but good mix for Arnold. I feel like you know it's. Um, it's it's a really good mix, and if you know, if it was somebody else, I mean, we will probably say this a lot. It's something that you said for another film we were watching with Arnold Schwarzenegger. If Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't in it, it would not have done even slightly as well. Yeah, not just for like box office numbers, but maybe for just like performance wise. You know, could I see? I know I don't want to say this all the time, but could I see? Stallone doing it with Danny DeVito and it being as good? Probably not. I don't think it would have been... Well, I'd, it's not fair to compare kind of like that, but... but uh, Yeah, I, but I think I think what makes Twins work really well is the fact that it is Arnie and Danny DeVito. Yeah. And I'm sure... Any other combination, I don't think... I'm work. sure when they pitched the idea that to was the it, studio, yeah. they said, 
they said Danny DeVito is our, is our smallest A-list celeb Hollywood star. Mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger's our our tallest because he is pretty tall. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not just built. He's ma- he's, he's like six he's five, massive five, as well. Six, six. So they probably thought right. Well, that and that was and then they. I'm I'm assuming they probably just wrote the screenplay around that idea. Mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito as twins. Yeah. And so no, I don't think it would have worked with Sly, uh, or if it had been this, or it had been exactly the same screenplay, but with unknown actors, like an unknown oh, yeah, short yeah. actor and a, and an unknown tall actor. You'd have been like, "This is the dumbest movie yeah. I've ever seen." <laughs> but because it's Arnie and Danny DeVito, um, you're like it works. Yeah. Mm. Well, surprisingly, my number five <laughs> is also twins. <laughs> Um, no way. And like you, I had the exact oh, same fuck. thought when it because, um, you know, because I thought, I mean, yeah, it's um, it, I think I, I mean, arguably, I would say that probably Kindergarten Cop is is Arnie's most popular uh, non-action film. Yeah, yeah. comedy. Drop comedy, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. family-friendly comedy. Yeah, of which he, I mean, he only made about f- four or five. Yeah, I think Kindergarten Cop's probably the most um, well-regarded and popular. But yeah, I was going to go for it for pure quotability. Yeah, exactly. You know. But for me, like like you said, um, I mean, I've always liked Twins. I've always had a soft spot for it. Um, well, I like I like all his comedies actually. I think mm. they're all quite underrated. I really like Junior, and I really like Jingle All the Way. As well, that's one we didn't watch, which I we uh, I probably should have watched. What Junior? It's Junior because I've I've only seen it. Yeah, twice. the reason I didn't rewatch Junior is as much as I love it, I just I don't think it's top five. No, yeah, yeah. material, but yeah. um, yeah, well, it's, it's not I, that good. I think it's a good film. I mean, it's, it's got again, it's got a stupid plot, but it's Danny DeVito and Arnie are back together in it, and true. Anyway, anyway, I'm digressing, but yeah, Twins for me just just it edges it because. Like you said, when we rewatched it uh, last night, I, I I couldn't believe how um, how funny it was. I mean, because I hadn't seen it in years, mm. absolute years, and uh, rewatching it now as like an old man, I think I just think I think it's hilarious. I oh mean, yeah, it's it was laugh out loud funny. I was I was. Crazy. I mean, I, I should have. I don't know. You know, I shouldn't have doubted it. I mean, it's Ivan Reitman. You know, he yep. directed Ghostbusters and loads of other comedies. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, naturally, it's it's going to be good. Um, I mean, his comedy timing was perfect. I mean, he was hilarious. Yeah. So, you know, uh, this is why I understand about why, oh, I don't know. I just, that's why, that's why I don't understand why he's so terrible in Commandos. This was, this was only a gap of about <laughs> five years. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah. But he's so he's so funny in this. He's, and he's acting so much more, like, significantly better. Like you said, he's dramatic and serious. Yeah. And there was a few moments in that film where I genuinely thought it was t- quite touching. Yeah. You know? And there's, like, the bit where, there was a bit where Dane DeVito comes out of uh, the clinic or whatever, and he's like, he, it's quite a serious moment. He's saying about how like he had a terrible childhood and he was an orphan and stuff. And and uh, and then Arnie like does this speech to him about um about you know uh, you're the missing part of my life yep. and I'm the missing part of your life. And now we have each other and we can be a family together. Yeah. 
And it was quite dramatic and yeah, very it dramatic. Got quite touching and so and it didn't feel um, as much as eighties movies can. It didn't feel too overly cheesy. No, it didn't for a, for a moment. That's no, it like didn't. That. And then they're like, "Oh, let's go find our mum as well." Like you'd think that it could be played so hammy, but they they both did. They both played their parts yeah, really well, and, especially and, and the dramatic the, the dramatic parts were genuinely touching and yeah. as you say played completely seriously yeah um so that you t- you take it seriously yeah you yeah. do and you do you do and you and it's and it's it's sweet and um uh you know there's yeah it's just i really enjoyed it and um i think it's i think it's very underrated i think oh yeah I think um so too. and and i just yeah and what i oh, the only, one last thing i love about it as well is um is I know when I noticed last night is that normally, uh, in in Arnie films, he is the uh the sort of um the straight man, for want of a of a more politically correct saying. But you know what I mean. He's the, oh, yeah, the serious yeah. Yeah, role, yeah. straight down the middle. And he'll have a comic relief sidekick. Yeah. So for, you know, like in Last Action Hero, he he's got the kid in. Uh, Red Heat. It's James Belushi, um, and you know, in 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 other films, he he's the main, he's the straight guy, the serious guy, the main guy, yeah. and then he's got a, a comic relief partner or sidekick, yeah. or another character that provides um, that in sort of injection of of you know light heartedness. Yeah. Whereas in this film, twins, I feel like the, those roles are reversed, completely reversed. And, Whereas Danny uh, DeVito would usually pay, play exactly. some kind of some kind of out there character. He would, you know, probably not the main character. You know, I mean, he, that he kind is, of brings to the table. He is your quintessential comic relief sidekick character yeah, actor. Yeah. Most of the time, he's playing it totally straight. Yeah, and he's the serious character, and yeah. Arnie is the comic relief um, sidekick in a way. Yeah. Um, it's good to see the dynamic change yeah, for both the, is, the actors, yeah. and uh, and it work out so well. Yeah, and 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 like you say, the the as well that I think another thing they did really well was the um the the action scenes. So like you say, they had to put some action scenes in there of Arnie like kicking butt, yeah, to sort of you know satisfy his uh you know his fan base. Yeah, of course. But again, I don't feel like they were tacked on or they were forced into the plot just just for the sake of it. No. They, I think they added the, the there's that the whole subplot of of the the debtors and the mm. the 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 the, cut, the engine yep. and the, the hitman's after them. That's where all the action kind of comes. Yeah, from, but really, and, and so. I, but they, they slotted that subplot in quite well. Yeah. I think it doesn't overtake the main plot. No, of it doesn't them. at all. And um, you know, there's not. Yeah, the action doesn't just kind of like come out of nowhere, you know, which it probably could in a film like this. Mm. I think it, it's all it's all relevant, and it doesn't. It's not like action, 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 but then it's also not like just drama and comedy. So yeah, it's a, it's a good it's good all round. Hence why it's made number five. Yeah, number four for me, which you've already mentioned, is the last action hero, which is uh, the. Right. The most meta um, action movie, maybe of all time. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's not a lot of um, action movies 
where they take where the actor who's you know playing the fictional character the absolute mickey out of the actor playing them in real life so i was i hadn't seen it before which is obviously terrible but the when we were watching it i was i, just, I couldn't believe that it existed in the 80s it's it feels a lot like a concept that would be more susceptible to audiences of today i completely agree where you know you've got an actor playing a fictional character in a big film series which arnie is known for and you know this fictional character comes to life and gets to realize that he is fictional that he's being played by Arnold Schwarzenegger it's it's all it's all so meta that you you don't get lost in it but it's 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 a weird concept that is really ahead of its time i think oh i i was just i was going to say the like, same so, thing so ahead of its time it's so ahead of its time if it if it came out now i reckon it would be absolutely praised critically yeah. Praised, it would be like uh, they'd be like, "This is um, this is one of the most genius films ever written." Yeah. Um, but I think, like you say, because it came out during his during peak Arnie mm. time, I don't think the I don't, I don't think we as as a as a cinema goers, I don't think we were ready for a film like that. No, I don't think so. And and uh, I know, and I, I think Arnie's fan base probably didn't really like the whole concept of him completely spoofing himself yeah i mean so obviously with the film uh this kid which i feel like the the beginning of the film feels a lot like gremlins so you got like a little bit of like uh you know like magic and kind of mystery i guess kind of that kind of intrigue absolutely you know with the the mogwai and uh in gremlins and with this it's the the ticket that the um i think it's is his name frank i think the the old uh nick nick that's yeah the old um uh, you know cinema projectionist gives him a magical ticket and uh it allows him to jump into the film you know and that's that's a great bit as well when you uh have the well the, i'd say the majority of the film is set in the in the yeah. movie itself yeah so he's in a, a fourth is it jack slater he's jack slater jack four, slater yeah. film you know arnie plays jack slater um which is a fictional character and the 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 kid is seeing the uh premiere at the cinema that he goes to this kind of rundown old cinema and it's yeah, I do get that kind of. Um, there's a sense of mystery uh, to begin with, a very, like I said, early Gremlins vibe. Um, and then yeah, he's he's thrown into the, thrown into the film. This this little kid who's you know a, an action fan, an Arnie fan, and he gets to, he gets to live the movie. And that that bit as well is, um, you know, uh, one bit that we we're talking about in particular or we we liked was the you know where they go back to the the police it's just all these stereotypical uh characters yep. like uh 
like the new like new girl and like the loose cannon and just yeah. you know like the cartoon and Danny DeVito's in it isn't yeah, he? He's, yeah. he plays a cartoon uh whiskers or something yeah whiskers yeah. cartoon cat so it's like uh, going into um, a movie land and then it's got like cameos from people who are in yeah. other films as their characters yeah, it's so meta. Like, I love it. It's but yeah, but you can get away with being over the top and cheesy. Yeah, because because it, it's it's a movie within a movie. Yeah, and, and it's supposed to be a spoof. Yeah, especially because it's an Arnie film as well. Like, yeah. uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's great. Like, and then when he comes out of the film, when they finally escape, um, you know, they well they leave the film, and he realizes he's fiction. He's actually Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or he's he's being portrayed by Arnie because Arnie really exists. So it's two of them. Yeah, that's great as well. And the best bits are when Arnold Schwarzenegger is taking the absolute piss out of himself, like when he gets asked by his wife not to mention his franchise of gyms, <laughs> yeah. and he's doing a completely normal interview, and then he's just he's just starts waffling about his gym. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, it's so funny. Um, yeah, it's just it's again, it's a, another film which shows off a, a complete range for Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think. So you have the comedic bits of being in the film, the serious bits of him realizing he's not real. Yeah, you know the Jack Slater character who plays, who comes out of the the screen. You know when he sees that massive billboard and it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger and his face on it, and he just realizes for the first time that you know everything that this kid's been saying is true and he's not real that's like it cuts him deep and he's really good uh, and obviously the action it's Arnold Schwarzenegger so you know what's happening uh, with that so uh, yeah I think it's a great film um was going to put it one higher on the list but couldn't quite I don't think well <laughs> um unbelievably <laughs> This is also my number four, um, and I, I, I've got a feeling our lists might be identical. Um, so this, yeah, this this could actually happen. Um, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I've always loved Last Action Hero. Um, I I watched it when I was, I think, when I was a, a, a kid. So um, I've I've grew up with it, and I love it. Um, like, yeah, I mean, way ahead of its time. Way, I mean, you said that it had a sort of... It was almost like a... It's like it's a, a, a Christopher Nolan film before yeah. Christopher Nolan Maybe, came about yeah, so. in yeah. that sort of clever, sort of meta yeah. way. I mean... It feels very memento. At point. That's what I mean. Like, it's like kind of Inception-y like, yeah. and memento-y. And, um, but, but it's also a, a cheesy action comedy. Yeah. Mental. And it's really clever the way they... Um, the way they, they throw all those genres and and in, into one um yeah i mean yeah and it, again it's really it's when he's in the movie it's really funny as well like some of the things some of the the cliche hollywood things that they that they they take the piss out of are really funny like i remember that that uh, one my favorite one is when um it's when those two uniform cops go to the his uh Jack Slater's second cousin Frank's house and it blows up and one of them's lying on the ground and Arnie comes over and goes hey hey are you okay and the guy goes two days to retirement 
really made me laugh. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of... I prob- that probably went over my head as a kid as well. So there's a lot of things in there for adults that mm. I think are funny. And um, yeah, and it, it, it just... One bit that got brilliant. me, um, going back to what you're saying about just like cliches, I absolutely love when he opens his wardrobe and he's just got like one outfit. Yeah. And like and like 20 of the same gun. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, There's so many little things like that, aren't there? It's so yeah. many. Um, you know, it, it's, it's just so layered mm. with... Layered with jokes, layered yep. with like yep. uh, in jabs at uh, Hollywood itself and action itself, yep. you know, as a genre. Charles Dance is a great villain. I mean, he He's he, great anyway, he yeah. plays it. I think he plays it quite straight and seriously, which which works really well. Yeah. And then, and you think, oh yeah, he's just he's just part of the the film within the film. But then he sort of. At one point, he breaks the fourth wall and talks directly to the camera. That is, yeah, that's true. He and does, he and when he and he really, he's got the ticket, and then he he he, he go uh, breaks, breaks out into the real world first. Breaks out down the walls of reality. Um, and and then and there's a really good. Um, <clears throat> I think as well, there's a there's a really good sort of social commentary there as well because there's that one scene that's quite um, dark. Well, it's funny but dark where he. Um, he's in the real world, and he he goes up to that, he goes up to that like random innocent mechanic mechanic mm. guy, and he's just like, oh, I just want to help you, want you to help me with an experiment, and he shoots him dead, cold blood. Yeah, and then he just stands around waiting for the because he's expecting si- um, sirens to, he's yeah, expecting police cars to immediately screech yeah around the corner and arrest him, and he yeah. even shouts out, I just murdered a man, and I did it on purpose. <laughs> And 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 that's, that's a good chance to. And, and, I murdered a man. Yeah, and I and I want to confess. And I want to confess. And you just hear a guy in the distance go, "Shut the hell up!" <laughs> and just like, I just like, oh wow, that is a real that is it's a real comment dark, on yeah. on you know I guess modern day uh, at that time modern day uh, New York. And I also like how in the movie you've got the sort of the sunny, warm, clean Los Angeles. Yeah. And then when they come into the real world, you've got the the grainy, wet, dirty yeah. New York. It's it's real a real dirge, isn't it? Yeah, the, uh, the New York of the eighties, where they come back to. Yeah, is such a, um, you know, such a complete contrast. You can't get any different. Yeah, to to New York uh, of the you know the one that the kid inhabits. You know, it's um such a it's good because obviously makes the los angeles of the films which we often see it makes it feel not real you know exactly which isn't obviously in this film but you know it makes it even more clearer that it's uh it's a fictional world yeah and it and then yeah and then the, as you say the 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 movie premiere that it's just i mean that's a brilliant scene you've got so many cameos as well from yeah people that Arnie's worked with in the past and 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 then at one point you've got um the 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 actor who plays the ripper yeah um he is also at the premiere and and the, and and his agent mistakes the ripper for him yeah 
And he's like, Tom, Tom, where have you been? What are you? What the hell are you doing dressing up as your character for a premiere? Are you insane? And then he kills him. Yeah, and it's, it's just so it's it's just so meta and so, um, you, you know, it's so layered. Yeah. Um, Ian McKellen is is in it as Death. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and again, he he comes out and the movie. And... That's uh, that's one thing that I think they might they should have stepped up as the. Uh, film characters leaving the coming films. into the real world. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. Um, I can't remember what studio it was, but if it had been Universal, you could have had all of the like Hammer horror, like Dracula, Mummy. I mean, it would have gone into a bit schlocky territory yeah. with those characters, but you know, it was good that they had. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean the I mean that, that the potential for that. I I was yeah. whilst I was watching it, I was like. Oh, they're gonna get like I don't know. They're getting are not villains that these people are, are yeah. thinking of. They might not have got villain in the in the film. He would have got villains, but I was thinking you could have any number of uh, meta characters. I mean that plot device. E. T. Uh, yeah, you know of the magic Star Wars ticket. characters. Darth that Vader, that could like. be used to um, you know to. To, to, that could have been used to, to from many Infinite many potential. different yeah films. Um, but they saved it by having Ian McKellen as death. So um, yeah, it's it, it, that was a good concept. Again, they could have had more characters, but it was getting towards the end of the film, and introducing a lot of characters probably would have been a bad idea, maybe. Um, but yeah, that's it. Was a good it was a good device. You know, he his real Charles Dance's realization that. He could bring anyone he wanted into this world, yeah, to help, you know. Yeah, uh, it's it's. It, I mean, yeah, very very clever, um, very clever, well written film, way ahead of its time. Um, yeah, I think unfortunately, um, I think unfortunately, Last Action Hero was a victim of um, of. A victim of oh, how do you how would how do I say this? Um, it was a victim of its own lead star's success and reputation. Yeah. So what I mean by that is, I think because Arnie was so, like I said, that had come out like ten years later or now, when mm. Arnie's star has sort of waned. I think they'd hail it as genius. Yeah, if yeah. Arnie made that now, mm. like spoofing his himself, his pre his earlier career, people would be like, "This is brilliant! Yeah. What what a clever idea!" A, a return to form for yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. But, says the Hollywood um, But because it came out during the peak of his of his career, I think people I, were expecting they were expecting Jack else. Slater four. They were, yeah. And what they got was that. this very clever, very Nolan esque. For want a uh, uh, film that um, completely sort of flipped that on its head, and I think unfortunately it was it. Uh, I know because I, I know that it didn't do well. Like it was a bit of a bomb at the box office and stuff. Critically, I think it was well acclaimed, but at the box office it was a bit of a failure and didn't recoup its money and stuff. So, but I think the problem was that people were expecting a cliche. Arnold Schwarzenegger action film. They were expecting Arnie to be Arnie, not Arnie to be playing. Arnie as Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. Maybe I'll add that in. 
Um, yeah. So no, I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't think any of our listeners will, but I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. I think yeah, that's I think that's the problem. They they were expecting Jack Slater four, and what they got was Last Action Hero. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah, very clever. I've, I, and that's that's a running that's sort of a running theme I've noticed. Um. Uh, with all these rewatches with with Arnie films, is that obviously when I watched them as a kid, I didn't, I didn't, I just loved, I just loved them because they were Arnie films. Then I loved Arnie, and I wanted to see lots of action and cheesy one-liners. Now I rewatched them as an adult; they're quite well written and clever. I think he, I think he picked his scripts well. Yeah, I think so. And I think he picked his films well. I mean, I'm not gonna name start naming other films because i don't want to spoil the rest of the list but there are there are other films that he's made around that time like this one where i think they've really really good screenplays and i think like we like we mentioned earlier had they have been had they had they have starred let's say robert de niro but with the with the same the exact same script but you just had a different actor i think they would have won oscars I think they would have been. Oh yeah, yeah, they would critically acclaimed. They'd yeah. have been like, oh, this is one of the, this. Oh, it's such a, it's such a well-written, clever, intelligent. For saying how much star power that Arnold Schwarzenegger has, he also is a victim of his own name. Exact. That's what I meant earlier. He's a victim of his own name. He's a victim of his own name. His where, reputation precedes. Yeah, him. and uh, you're right. Like if. Certain things were tweaked, yeah. and there were certain uh, situations where it was different actors and stuff. Yeah, you'd be like, "Wow, isn't this a critically and commercially acclaimed film?" Yeah, usually it just comes commercially because right. it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then, yet when he does a clever film like Last Action Hero, people are like, "Oh, this well, that, isn't an Arnie film." Yeah, this is what, what, what I that? expected. Yeah. I mean, and and in a way, I mean, that's a good thing. Ma- if it's not what you expect, maybe, maybe oh, I don't know actually, but you and, and in a way, you, like you could say that all these all these Hollywood leading action stars, they've all been the the victim of the same thing, like you John, like which is typecasting. Mm. John Wayne, you know, he was he's, he probably is always going to get typecast as a as a as a you know, Western sheriff, and you know you've got like Bruce Lee is always going to get typecast as a as a as a kung fu guy and arnie's always get typecast as a as a sort of um action meathead his and... his attempts to break out of that have been great i'd, I'd say extremely admirable yeah and uh and and but just unfortunately not very successful because he he I just, he just couldn't sadly like you say he was a victim of his own name mm. I mean, I mean, you know, I don't. I mean, is Dwayne Johnson breaking that mold? Because sometimes I think with 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 the with Dwayne, so like I know him. Sometimes <laughs> I, I, think, I think with with. Uh, with I was the, like, is he going to be okay with you using with his DJ? <laughs> oh, only his friends call him that. Now, the thing with DJ is, I feel like he sometimes I feel like, oh yeah, he he is he is breaking out of the typecasting. Uh, uh, problem and but then he goes back to making shit films like Fast and the Furious and I'm just like well ha- you know you you, you want to be taken seriously and break out of the typecasting of being an action 
hero, but then you go back to making these. I don't know. I don't. Movies. I don't think. I think like, the Rock's okay with just entertaining. I don't think it's. Nece- I don't think he necessarily wants to be taken seriously as an actor, as yeah. as seriously as maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger once tried to 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 maneuver his career into that kind of space. Yeah, but maybe, maybe you're that's right. for the for the Dwayne the Rock Johnson top five podcast. <laughs> I mean, has, has he even made five really good movies? The Rock is franchise Viagra. Yeah, but I'm well. I mean, I'm only speaking for myself. I don't really like the franchises. That I'd, I've never. I don't think I've seen more than to be fair, two like, Fast and Furious films yeah, in my life. I'm not. I'm not like a huge Fast and Furious fan. Anyway, I tell you the reason. I tell you the reason I compare them is because there's a great scene in. Have you seen Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah. Um, there's a great scene in that where. Um, uh, the Rock is is walking, um, he's walking t- down a corridor to a room in a nightclub for for like a meeting, for with like a, a you know like criminal mafia boss or whatever. And as he's as as he's going, walking down the corridor, Arnie comes out of the door, and as they're passing each other on the corridor, Arnie just looks at him and says, "They're all yours." Nice. And uh, and I th- and I think this was this was a uh, him passing the torch of action star to the rock so that's why i feel like the rock's his successor cinematic history right there yeah i, I remember when i first saw that i was like oh my god that's so clever mm. they're all yours well that like, what a genius thing to put in a film um but yeah yeah you're right actually maybe maybe uh dj just isn't really that bothered but i do feel like arnie really tried yeah he did yeah um to his credit but one film that made him this typecast is my number three, and that's The Terminator. Oh, okay. So I've put The Terminator, which is obviously the first one, as number three, because there is only two films that I personally like more. Right, I I think I know what your two and one are going to be now. Well, there you go. So we'll just end it there. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Play the outro music, Lib. This has been the Danny DeVito podcast. Oh, no, wait. Oh. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, it is a classic, isn't it? Like, what what more can you, Oh yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to say a bit more, but what more can you say about The Terminator? It's the quintessential Arnie film. A lot of what people would think of first. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest critical successes he's had. Yeah. Um, it's great. It stands up. Even the kind of uh, shoddy these days looking uh, claymation, stop motion animation. Um, it's it's a part of the film. Like it's a part of the time as well. The effects, um, some of which I think are still great. You know. Um, but yeah, the Terminator. It, it it did put Arnold Schwarzenegger on the map, didn't it? Oh yeah. You know, um, and he has such a minimal amount of lines to make such a an impact. Just kind of goes to show how good his uh, acting ability was to not say much. I think he has like four lines, and then to to be just a household name afterwards. You know. Yeah. It really did kind of kick off after that. Um, 
yeah, the, the film's great, you know, uh, Michael Bean and, um, oh, I Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton, that's right. I was literally just going to call her Sarah Connor. So, um, which, you know, Linda Hamilton, she is great in this one and the next one. Yeah. Um, not so much after that. Uh, but, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what can you say about Terminator 1. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, like it made it made Arnie, mm. you know, if if I if if it hadn't have if it hadn't have been good or if he hadn't have been in it, we might not have had the Terminator franchise. Might not have been as good. We might not have got T two. Yeah, and also we might not have got Arnold Schwarzenegger. He might have just of sort of fell off the radar a bit and been Faded forever and... known as Conan. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, I remember that guy. He played Conan the Barbarian. What's I mean, his name? Arnold something. Arnold. Uh, Brown Brownschweiger, Austrian Brownschweiger, yeah. Brown Schweiger, Austrian, Brown Schweiger, <laughs> you yeah. Know what he calls and the famous in... comedian Arnold Schweiger. <laughs> I think he calls himself with that in the last action hero, doesn't he? Um, yeah, I just uh, yeah. It was only three, uh, sorry, five years before that he was doing Pumping Iron. So if this hadn't worked out, you're right. Would we have had a an Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then would what would Hollywood no. look like? You know, he might have just got you know carried on making these sort of straight to, to video yeah. Hercules in New York type of films, and it's and, it's yeah. odd, and you know he has so he has such iconic lines in the film. People who haven't seen the film know the lines. Oh God, yeah, I mean the "I'll be back" catchphrase, and, one know, of the most well known in the world. With the "I'll be back." I've been trying very hard to work out what makes a great movie quote. And my findings are this. The line needs to be on paper quite ordinary. Yeah. In the context of the film, quite mysterious. Yeah. And then just executed with timing of the scene yeah. and context absolutely perfectly it's all about the delivery so that's that's from my breakdown analysis of over and over in my head whilst i was driving the other day playing the the scene of i'll be back yeah and then he is he comes back he yeah. crashes through the fucking front of a police exactly. station i mean it's just such a simple saying it's just three words i'll be back and i'm trying i'm trying to break it down and i'm just like this is like one of the most quotable lines on earth yeah if but if 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 uh, some other character had said it in a in a blase work oh um I'll, i'm just into the shops I'll, I'll be back i'm uh i'm uh, i'm terribly sorry but uh i'll uh my name's hugh uh i'm just gonna pop out to the shops and uh i'll um do you want anything i'll be i'll be back <laughs> do you want anything i'll be back that was hugh grant no <laughs> was it um, it's like it was in the room yeah no, it, yeah but you know like it's uh it's a it's a con concoction it's a you know a, concoc- a cocktail of all of the right all of the right things and uh you know that he just hits a nail on the head with these lines for the for the terminator it's again it's it's hard to it is hard to critique the film a little bit because it is it is a classic and if you haven't seen it it's about a Terminator that comes back in time to kill the mother of the resistance in a future war against machines. 
before the leader is born. Short synopsis. But it's a lot more than that. Like, it oh, yeah. is a lot more than that. <laughs> but it's, it is quite a... Although I've, I've made a bit of a hash of it. It's quite a simple premise. Simple yet clever yeah, at the same time, yeah, I think. Because, yeah, the way they, the way it's all, you know, spoiler alert, but the way, the way that, <laughs> the way that, um, Carl Reese ends up unknowingly becoming John Connor's father mm. by falling in love with and sleeping with, uh, Sarah, you know, that, the way that, that played out was very clever, yet, as you say, very, quite simplistic, really. Mm. Um, and it becomes a, a, a bootstrap paradox. Yeah, in, in, uh, something we've talked about before yeah. on this show. So it's, yeah, it's simplistic, clever. Uh, it yes. gives you a lot of realisation, um, you know, and it makes you think about, um, you know, it does make you th- think about time and, you know, effects of time travel as well. Um yeah, it's just it's just very clever and it's just a great execution because it's like it's like a slice of this really bigger story, but you get like the front end of it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like yes. it's it's like all of this huge end of the world. Yeah, machines rise up, big, massive, worldwide Armageddon story, and you get like the first slice of yeah. the cake. You're right. They could have very easily made. Terminator Salvation. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. Could have made a movie about the war. Exactly. And uh I think it's the the story that obviously needed to be told first. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's a it's a, and it's a great slice of like this like alternate sci-fi fantasy reality oh, yeah. thing and it's just yeah, and it kind of explodes from there. And I'm sure we'll, we'll get on to other bits of it. Oh, absolutely. Down the road, and and you know it it probably spawned a lot of sort of um, uh, copycats and mm. and influenced a lot. Oh, of well, yeah, yeah. Other films like RoboCop. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Obviously, most prominent example. Um, but I'm sure there are lots of others that were influenced by the Terminator and, and its success. Um, and as you say, I think I think Arnie. Even though he doesn't have much dialogue, and and you, you know he's oh he's just playing a cyborg. But again, if it hadn't been Arnie, would it have been as good? Would it have been as successful? No. You know, would it? If you if you just they could have just got just as easily got an unknown. You know, they could have just cast a a, a big, strong unknown actor to play mm. the Terminator because he he is a cyborg. He's the villain. I mean, Kyle Reese is the hero of that film. Yeah. Um, you know, the Terminator's the 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 villain. For those of you who aren't familiar with this one, but are familiar with the sequels, originally Arnie was is the baddie. Mm. Um, so yeah, they could have just got a complete rando to play the Terminator, and they could have had Marlon Rando. <laughs> Marlon Brando, imagine <laughs> that. Um, you're just an errand boy. <laughs> um, the horror. Yeah, no, good. Yeah, he would have been. Uh, he wouldn't have been able to fit in the in the, in the jacket. jacket. <laughs> um, uh. 
it's uh, he's a great villain in it as well like a a force of nature that will not stop yeah because he's so unstoppable and the you know the 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 lines from uh uh reese he's just like it will not stop like ever yeah until you're dead yeah like that's so scary yeah because uh, the first one the first one in comparison to the second one is more of a horror Horror. i was just thinking that yeah it's a more it's a sci-fi horror yeah rather than a sci-fi action he um uh, james cameron um does switch genres a little bit between the two i think it's for for the for the right reasons as well like um but uh yeah, T one or the the Terminator is just it's a it's a great horror film because the the antagonist um, is a scary one, and you don't know what you're gonna do like at all times. You don't know how you can stop it. You yeah, know, because you can't. You're like, right. I mean, you, you, you sort of um, when you think Terminators and and uh, cyborgs from the future, it is quite easy to sort of. Um, laugh about laugh it. Laugh it off, yeah. But if now if, if that happened to you, if 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 the Terminator was after you, I mean you'd be absolutely shit in bricks. And you would end up in a fucking mental asylum yeah. as well. Like T two. Uh, you know, he he doesn't people would be like, yeah, they're he crazy. doesn't rest, he doesn't sleep, he doesn't eat, he never stops moving. Yeah. He'll just he'll he'll chase you for the rest of your life. You'd be fucking terrified. Yep. Um so yeah. That's Strong. that's my third, Strong. third. Right. Okay. Well. Well. F- l- f- luckily, <laughs> my third listening. one is different. Okay. Uh, my number three is Predator. Nice. Um. Now, I, you know, I had a lot of trouble with this list, and this one moved places. Um, yeah. I honestly couldn't decide whether to put it at number two or number four. Um. I was no, I I was knew what number one was going to be, but the other ones, <laughs> like the, the the number five, was going to be one of the comedies. My list, and the three yeah. in the middle, were the ones that I kept switching. They're all. It was all over the place. One was cemented. Yeah, it's all. Um, it's, that's always the way with these lists, though, isn't it? I feel like it's we, always like we one and five this, are always yeah. this. We know what they're going to be. Yeah. And it's just the middle three. In, in between, they just they just fuzzing about. Yeah. yeah, Predator is a great choice. I had to. I mean, to be honest, it's not even one of my favourites, but I just had to. I had to have it in there because quotable. Oh, it's just brilliant. Is I mean, quintessential Arnie. Very, very quintessential Arnie. I mean, especially because Predator is a film that is uh, a rare film, which I feel like we might have to do a podcast on later on. Yeah, is films that start as one genre. And end as another. Oh, right. Like, yep. Yeah. Got you. The, 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 and without 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 warning. Yeah. We as the viewer watching it for the first time don't know this is going to happen. Yep. And they just completely pull the rug. Pull the rug on you. Yep. You're right. That would be a good podcast. So this is this this is my go-to for that. As well, yeah. so obviously I'm a bit spoilerific, but uh, we're here talking about Arnie anyway, so that's the main thing. So they've set it up like your run of the mill, run and gun, muscles and blood, yeah, um, action film. Yeah, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger, you got Jake the Snake Roberts, 
Oh, God. No. No, it's uh, <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura, that's yeah. right. What am I saying, Jake's name? I'm a sexual Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. So you got, yeah, you got uh, Jesse Ventura. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Who was Apollo Creed. Yep. And then you've got your your kind of nerdy sidekick, Shane Black. Writer director, Shane Black. <laughs> right, director, Shane Black. Right, director, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you've got you've got the girl that needs saving. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you got the uh, you got the your wild cards like Billy. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Uh, Billy. And uh, obviously his other mate is in uh, Commando. Oh, I don't know. Is oh, it, is it um, uh, Bill Duke? Bill Duke, that's the bald it. guy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So you've got all of the ingredients for a action movie cake. Yeah. And what they did is halfway through, they just boot it out the window. Yeah. And uh, turn it into a survival horror. Absolutely, and boy, is it! Um, yeah. I mean that. I mean that they and right, and the unit suddenly, as you say. And the unit just like like kind of like I know it's they get compared a lot, but there's a reason for that. Yeah. Just like Alien. Yeah, yeah. That they get picked off one yeah. by one in 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 you know it's very sort of scary and bloody and horrific ways. Exactly. Um, I mean it's very. Carl Weathers has his arm violent. shot off. Yeah. Does, isn't he? I don't know if he's holding two guns, but he's like holding one gun. And he's like shooting in. I think he's like shooting like double, yeah, double barrel into the into the jungle. And then literally all you see is like the flash. And then and yeah. then the shot of his arm. His and arm he's still falls. still yeah. firing the gun. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. And there's one point where they come across like bodies that have been been hung up, and then they're like all inside or out. Something. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just, just like, like, okay, this is not this is not right. Um, because it's obviously at the beginning. Um, they they go there. I think they go into like Guatemala or somewhere, don't they? Yeah. They're in the they're in South America doing like special ops under the radar off 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 the books type stuff. And um, it's it kind of it has that commando feel of like, yeah. oh, they're just gonna go in guns blazing, you know, like they're gonna save the day. They'll save the village or whatever. They'll kill the bad guys, and they pretty much do do that within the first twenty minutes, yeah, don't they? They do. And you're just like, what's the rest of the that film? That could have been then? the film. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. What is the rest yeah. of the, the movie? And then, uh, obviously, um, yeah, you find out that they're not alone in that jungle. So, yeah, it's it's a great film, and uh, I touched on it straight away. It was it's just so quotable? Oh yeah, the, God, yeah. the memes and the quotes that are out of that film is uh, it's just that's we said this about Lord of Rings, but it's like that's how you know it's cemented still. Yeah. In popular culture. Absolutely. The quotes, if you're able to kind of quote the film to people, um, you know, memes of it, you know, if someone posts up a picture with like a tag on it and it's just like, you just get it straight away. And Predator is still one of those. And it's one of the most quotable Arnie films. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of people, I would say, along with I'll Be Back, a lot of people know Arnie for the quote "Get to the chopper now," yeah. yep. which is from that film. Um, so, yeah, like you said, I mean, and it, that's a great point you touched on. I mean, the, the 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 sort of third act of the film, the first act is the the the, the mission. Yeah. The second act is is the them getting is the the Destroyed, horror basically. Yeah. So you got the first films like an action. The first act is an action film. The second film is a horror film where mm. they get picked off one by one. And then the third act is like this 
survival uh head-to-head battle film and i love that it's proper like rambo meets alien yeah with arnie yeah i mean what a cocktail that is if someone didn't walk into a room in 1981 1982 and just go right arnold schwarzenegger is going to fight an alien uh and it's you know in the jungle in the jungle and it's like it's like the film alien yeah to and it just transitions into exactly Arnie fights aliens. Imagine alien. Imagine if Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger was Rambo fighting alien. Yeah. How much? How many? Yeah. How much money do you want? How, what's the budget? Fifty million? Sixty million? There we you need, go. We need sixty million and Shane Black. Yeah. Make this movie now. Yeah. And what the hell? Let's throw in Apollo Creed as yeah, well. Yeah. Just throw him in there. <laughs> They yeah. have like a mood board of like, it just has everything you know about the 80s yeah. and they just pick off 10 things. Again, it's like that. Um, have you watched that Key and Peele sketch about Gremlins 2 yet? No. Oh, really. you've got to watch it because it's so, it just sums up how I imagine some of these movies get made. Like, right, let's just throw this in and we'll throw that in and oh, fuck it. We'll just have one of these. Just put it all in the movie and <laughs> go off I go. feel like that's how every film in the 80s was, was Exactly. Made, that's, so, what the, yeah. that's what the spoof is about. So, yeah. Brilliant. But no, it's just brilliant. I mean, I love it. I just love it. And that third act so tense. And, and again, it's really, I just think it's a very clever film as well. Like, it's like I say about him picking clever films, clever scripts. Yeah. Um, and I really like that at the end. I, I like how as well, um, even though it's Arnie and he's like a one-man killing machine and he's yeah. all like muscles and, and testosterone and stuff, but in in that third act, he's what I like about that as well is he's completely alone. I, I don't think he... I think at that point he's lost his like guns. Weapons. Oh, yeah, yeah. All he's yeah. got is a knife. And he uses his skills and his knowledge to fashion... Weapons. Weapons and yeah. traps. Yeah. So he uses his brain. Exactly. Yeah, and he's lost everything. I think he might have like a... He might have like um. He's definitely got a big, big Oh, he's got a fat knife. knife. I yeah. think he's still got like a Claymore explosive and like that's it. Right, yeah. But he has to like rig it up yeah. and stuff. But he doesn't just have like two massive like... Yeah, he's not rifles. like... Um, he's not, he's not just he's like... Not, he's not Jesse Ventura. Yeah. He hasn't got his fucking minigun. So he's... um. I really like that as well, and, and like you say, yeah, he, he has to he has to use he's, in order to f- defeat this invisible enemy, he has to use he has to use his his brain rather than his muscles. Yeah, I really like that. Like when he works out that, you know, when he's, he works out that he, the the predator can't see him because when he covered in mud, mm-hmm. so he deliberately completely covers himself in mud. And there's that one scene where he's like just lying against the tree, and all you, all you see is his eyes, and the predator literally like walks past him. Yeah, it's great. And it's just so tense. And yeah. For an Arnie film, which is usually just explosions and machine guns and lots and lots of noise. Yeah. It's quite still and yeah. silent and careful. But you, all you can hear is the jungle. Yeah. And like the trees and the animals. I mean, the ending is a bit... 80s? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean... The I Predator sets off a nuke. A nuclear bomb <laughs> and, he, and he manages to outrun it yeah. and survive. I yeah. mean, I, I know... I, look, I know back then that the idea of killing Arnie off would have just been absolutely silly not even considered yeah but I do think would it I do think it would have been probably it would have been slightly more better and, and more believable if he if he just died yeah. if he just killed sacrificed himself yeah in like or you know I don't know but 
It's on, isn't it? It's still at the end of the film. Um, you know, you still have Arnie, and he's still like destroyed, really, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's, you know, broken, he's destroyed isn't as he? a human. Yeah, you know, he's just fucking laying there in the chopper, just it's like, like the same shot as Charlie Sheen in Predator, in Predator, <laughs> in, uh, in Platoon, <laughs> where he's just sitting the yeah. helicopter in silence. I believe, it's probably just like it's probably one's taken from the other. I reckon. Yeah. You know, I think obviously it's probably the other way around, but. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's exactly the same. Where they're just like destroyed, like the the experience has destroyed them. Yeah, you don't know what they'll do next, and then you don't you don't see it because that's the end. Yeah, mm. he is mentioned in Predator Two. Yeah, but in, in like a past tense, they don't mention like what he's up to now. Obviously, yeah. Um. So yeah. So my number two is Predator. Oh, okay. I see. So, yeah. There we go. Right, okay, okay, okay. Wow, yeah. That's not what I thought it was going to be. No? Very interesting. Very okay. interesting indeed. Okay, yeah. So, is it, yeah, it's thrown a bit of a spanner in the works there, but the, um, yeah, I I like it, and I couldn't really, I was going to put it third. Yeah. But I didn't. Right. At the last minute. Right. So, <laughs> I'm kind of glad I did. Um, but yeah, like it's it's a great film, man. You just for every single reason we've just said, but it's I've just gone higher just because when you when you think about Arnold Schwarzenegger, when I because obviously it's, this is about us as well, like our our top fives. Um, the first thing that comes is a certain image, and then the second thing that comes is a certain quote. So I was just like, I can't really do any lower than two. Um, yeah, I just love it as well. Like, if if you were like, we're gonna stick it on now, I'd be like, sweet. Yes, I mean, it's 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 very popular as well. Yeah, I mean, it's probably it's probably one of his most popular, yeah. other than the Terminator franchise, mm. um, for good reason. Yeah. So your number two, let's just skip uh, skip straight ahead. Might as well. Number, yeah, God, just... goodness, me again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my number two is um, Total Recall. Nice. Um, my, see. I just again things were always flip flopping in, yeah, in, in this in this uh, in this top five, and I mean I was going to put it in the honourable mentions, but seeing yeah. as you put it in as your number two, yeah, yeah, total recall honourable mentions, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, now I'm thinking about it. Maybe it's a bit. Maybe I should have swapped it with Predator. But, <laughs> no, but uh, no, but no, but I'm sticking to it. Sticking. Yeah, no, I just, I look, I just, I love Total Recall because um, it's fun, and it's just, look, it's got all the same elements we just spoke about. Quote is quotable. Um, some of the, so, I mean, yeah, some of the action is over the top and ridiculous, sort of in, in a commando way, with the. Um, you know, like with the like drilling Benny's head in and stuff, and yeah. screw you. But it's just such a great. I mean, it's so entertaining. It's got a great cast. Um, and when we watched it recently, one of the observations I made about Total Recall that I again, like I like I hadn't done as a kid, like with Last Action Hero, is that I, it's a really clever screen. It's a really well written screenplay, and it's a really clever idea. And the plot is. The plot is great. I mean, again, it's it's a bit sort of Nolan esque. It's it's, it's inception-y, you know, oh, with yeah. the with the sort of um, 
you are who you are, but you're not. But you're not, and it, is this is this reality or is this is this a dream? Yeah, this... I love that the, it ends on that note. Not so ambiguous. To <laughs> so uh, well, no, we can. I mean, because I, I read in the trivia that the the director at the end it like fades to white yeah. before it fades to black, mm. and apparently did that on purpose to leave it ambiguous as to whether you this that actually happened or whether it was all part of his i love films like that where, where the ambiguity kind of leads at, at straight out of the film yeah you know like like inception not to not to bring that up too many times uh like uh what was the other film that i was watching or like blade runner yeah where you're uh, you know there's so yeah. many hints to exactly um the fact that uh he's a replicant yeah i know it's kind of confirmed in another film but you know i like the the ambiguity of films to kind of continue past the credits you know yeah and they do um yeah and they do it's it's very clever like they do uh when he's getting told about the the um the spy package thing that he chooses yeah they literally say the plot of the film yep they say, yeah, so you'll become a spy, you'll kill the bad guy, you'll get the girl, you'll you'll save Mars, yep. everyone will live happily ever after. And then again, later on in the film, when the, um, when the you know, when the guy turns up. And He's pre- like a psychiatrist. Yeah, and he pretends to be. Uh, but he, From the real world. Yeah. And again, he also says what's going to happen. Yeah. he So he, he also sort of gives away the, the plot without you realising. Um and because uh, he, I think he says as well. He says, "Look, you're you're not really Quaid. You're you're um, you're you're another person. None of this is real." And then he finds out later that that is actually true. That he's actually Hauser. Yeah. And he's a baddie. Hauser. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, again, I think Total Recall is another example of a film like with End of Days, where um, I think had that have not had the label of an Arnie film, had it have perhaps had a different actor, it might it would have been much more acclaimed. Yeah. I think it's a really clever script and a really clever sci-fi film. I feel film. like it had the potential to be more acclaimed, but I don't know how it would have worked if it had been another actor. Yeah. Well, it would have had yeah. to have been someone really, really fucking good for it to have been better. You're right, and um, but the thing is as well is because because he we're not again because we're not sure whether the sort of main adventure actually happens or not. Yeah, if it had been another actor, even if he wasn't bigger muscly, you could have argued. Well, yeah, but in the dream, he's supposed to be this spy mm, and he has yeah. all the skills. Exactly. So even if it had been someone relatively short and nor of normal stature, say. Colin Farrell. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen that, but you know, I've seen it. But um, but yeah, exactly. Um, Fucking got it down there. Have we? Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't realise that. We should watch that then. Yeah. Um, will I like it? Will I hate it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> the face that he just did, listeners. Was that of? We seen the new Robocop. <laughs> no. Would it's I like as, that? No. Okay. But it's not as bad as that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. I kind of want to watch Gary Oldman's in that. What, in Robocop? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I just love. I mean, it's just great. Stop remaking films. It's just love. It's just great. It's, it's got great quotes. It's it's funny. It's got lots of cool action. Um, it's really entertaining. You know, I mean, like with most Arnie films, if Total Recall was on the telly, I would watch it. Yep. You know, because it's just really entertaining, really great. Um, yeah, it's violent, but but it's clever and it's yeah, it's just it's just I just love it. You know, it's just a br- brilliant film. Um, yeah. What can you? Like, it's, it's it's great. It's um, it's got it's got hairy moments. Yeah. Where it's a it's some doesn't hold up, but it's a product of its time. A lot like most Arnie films. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. But you're right. Watching it in 2021. Is still so enjoyable. Absolutely. I mean, compared to yeah, like compared to Predator, it's very cheesy. Mm. It's got a lot of one-liners and cheesy action things and stuff. Yeah, I still. Well, with it is, um, it is is it Paul Paul Verhoeven? Isn't yeah. It? So all of his films, whether you think they're cheesy or not, are really taking the piss out of how cheesy. The genre of yeah, films are they're, they're very clever. Does it with they? RoboCop? Does it with Starship, Starship Troopers? Troopers? Yeah. Does it with this film? So they're all. You might be like, oh, it's, it's got some cheesy bits in it. It's like, yeah, because it's trying to alert you to this cheesiness. Yeah. You know, it's trying to alert you to it. Yeah. As well as entertain you. Yeah. You know exactly, and and it's it's exactly that's why I think. Uh, that's why I think that it's so clever, and I think that it's it's more clever than than I realise, and perhaps people think when they think Total Recall, they think you know three tits and yeah. uh, cheesy one-liners and, and little it... alien gimp things on, on people's chests and the the eyes, like when he's oh, the exploding out in the heads. exploding eyes. Yeah. yeah. So they oh, think mate. that. Yeah. I think, well, but well, actually. When I think about the the story, the plot, the concept, it's all very smart. It's very smart, and as you say, Paul Verhoeven's style of directing is 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 clever in a sort of disguise. His, his not to not to overly say this um, because we've already talked about it for another film that has this theme, but it his directing is sometimes very meta. Yeah, that'll probably be the last time I say it in this podcast. Um, but it's it's very um, it holds up a mirror to whatever genre, whatever type of work he's trying to uh, trying to trying to insert into. You know, yeah. like so, Total Recall is trying to insert it into this action sci fi genre um, of you know bombastic. Um, sci-fi going to different planets you know revolutionary war people versus other people you know factions yeah um whereas you know robocop's a lot about like policing and like action um and you know uh the the downturn of you know uh society and things like that so he's always trying to hold the mirror up to whatever he's trying to entertain you with yes absolutely so he's trying to entertain you 
with a message. I know that a lot of a lot of things are like that. You know, he's not like the only person to. And you don't realise, um, you don't realise at first what the message is. Yeah. Like with Starship Troopers, you you know you've got the the humans are these sort of like. Um, you know, like patriotic, like cool, good-looking young Americans, and they're yeah. all like, "Yeah, man, let's do it." And they're supposed to be the heroes, but actually, what it really is is it's a comment on America and how they invade other countries and sort of um, like unnecessary war battle and, the indigenous. Yeah. So, in in Starship Troopers, really, the 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 heroes who we're supposed to be rooting for, they're the bad guys, <laughs> and the aliens who who you know who who've who they're the they're the ones who have been invaded and are, are being um conquered yeah pretty much by this this invading force very very on the nose once you get the message yeah of, uh, you know the american military system exactly you know. but this one has you know other uh, this one is a little bit different um it's it's a it's a great film it's not just um it's not like preachy um it's it's a it's a good uh, look at the genre of you know yeah. sci-fi and you know it deals with things like memories and you know the future of yeah. um you know uh, cybernetics and like aug- brain augmentation and you know yeah. getting memories implanted and yeah. you know it's it's all very realistic now you know cuz you know you got things like neuralink and things from Elon Musk which is just like that's the first step onto this. Absolutely. So VR. Yeah, virtual reality, you know. I don't know if it'll be more Ready Player One or more like Total Recall at this point. <laughs> I'm not quite yeah. sure. Um, um So why don't we um why don't we count down um to number one because I think um I'm I'm pretty sure that it's gonna be the same. Um, so why don't we count down, um, or I'll count down and then we'll say at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. Um, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Um, three, two, one. Terminator (laughs) 2. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, no, it's Terminator Terminator (laughs) 2. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I ruined it. Ruined it. It's an. Uh, it couldn't get any higher. It couldn't. Well, it couldn't get any higher. It couldn't get any lower on this list because I feel like if you if you're thinking about Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, in in a movie, it's you're immediately drawn to that. It's so quotable. Mm-hmm. The the story is great. You know the the CGI really holds up to to today's standards. It's yep. um, it's you know it's just it's also like you said, but it's like the the quintessential sequel that's better than the original. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, without a doubt. Um, yeah, it's just and it's just the it's just the arnie movie isn't it it's just like did One it of need the it, I, I, sequels I ever made yeah it is um you know uh, james cameron is good at the the old sequel with aliens although he didn't yeah. make the first yeah. he you know changed the genre which Absolutely. he did in this 
Yeah. Um, you know, Terminator 2 is more of an action film than a horror film. Yeah. Still has the elements, but it's definitely not as dark and gritty. It did bring in great CGI effects, which still hold up to this day. I know. Which is amazing for something that was made in the early 90s. I want to say 92. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's back. He's now the the uh, protagonist. Yeah. One of the protagonists. Yeah. Or uh, actually, he's not the protagonist. He's, he's one of the good guys in it. He's... Um, He's a Terminator that's been sent back to protect John Connor, who's now been born from another Terminator, which is even more scary because it can be other people. Oh, I mean, the T-1000 is brilliant. You can't... He'll, he could look like the people in your own family. Yeah. Which he does in, obviously, one of the scenes, which is, like, one I love, of the best scenes. And Robert Patrick's... Uh, um, He's just so great in that role. I mean, he's not—he's mm. not—he's not, he's not particularly t- muscly or tall. Not at all. But he's so menacing. Yeah. The way his stare. He yeah. He, in fact, he, he dresses as a cop. Yeah. As well, I think's brilliant. Does it? Like, I think he was. He said either he said he was going to do this, or he was directed to do so. Um, he, he was told that the the T one thousand. Yeah. Would never. It would never blink. Right. So in all of his shots, he was like, "I can't blink," like that's 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 quite good. Either good directing, great directing, or very much dedication to the creation of the character. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. and also makes it really fucking menacing. Like it won't take its eyes off you. Like it won't even fucking blink. Like no, yeah. no. Not only did they say, did they set up obviously what Terminators are in the first one? In this one, it's like. Now they don't even blink, and they could be someone you know. Yeah. So like they they're just like piling on the 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 menace, piling on like the the pressure. Yeah. And if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna switch up the formula, and you're gonna have the previous villain from the first film now be the hero, which I think is a great dynamic thing twist. to do. You need to, and this is something I feel like the sequels have have completely slacked. Oh yeah, you need to then replace him with a, a an even more stronger, compelling, scarier villain yeah. who seems like a genuine threat to uh, Arnie's T eight hundred Terminator. Mm. And this is a problem that, with for me, what the sequels haven't done is their villains, their main antagonist. You just think, well, you know. You you don't seem like a threat to Arnie. He's he's the T eight hundred. You know he's the Terminator. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the T one thousand is 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 proper. I feel like the T one thousand is the apex of like the Terminator design. Absolutely. You know, I don't want to really talk about the the sequels, but post this, it's like. It's like, oh, it's like the T-800, but also a little bit like the T-1000. Yeah, I know. And it doesn't, it, it never really gives a crystal clear of like what it can and can't do for the other Terminators. Mm. So uh, that's why they just, after this, they just drop the ball. Yeah. But going back to Terminator 2, it's just, yeah, the, the villain is a great villain. You know, one of the all-time greats. 
Um, and yeah, he's he's played great, and you know he's in the last action hero as well. Yeah, he is. You yeah. know, he uh, when they they come out of the uh, yeah, well they're going in, and uh, he's just Roll walking Patrick, out yeah. like all menacingly. Like. Yeah, and then outside also is um, from our last entry is um, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone, yeah. but from another but from film. Basic Instinct, yeah, Paul Ver- Verhoeven, yeah, who she sued. Did she? Yeah, so. Uh, the quick side caveat: um, the shot, obviously the famous shot from Basic Instinct. I won't say what happens in it. Yeah. Um, she was told that she wouldn't uh, any of her nether regions would be shown. Right. From the camera angle which they were shooting, and uh, she saw the first cut of the film. Uh, immediately got up, slapped Verhoeven, and uh, got on her mobile phone to her lawyers. And sued them because she was told otherwise that she wouldn't be shown. Why? But, but, but then, but she knew that there was a camera on her, and she knew what she, she was. was doing. She was told that for the lighting, she, you wouldn't be able to see anything. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I I literally just read that before we started here. Oh right, wow. I don't know why I was looking at. Uh, I was. I think I was. Uh, Reading something else, and yet that's the most—that's like the most famous scene in the film. Yeah, parodied beyond belief culturally, you know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, back to Terminator Two. Um, He's great as the Terminator One Thousand, and he is great. You know, Arnie is peak Arnie. Absolutely, absolute peak Arnie. I mean, it's great action, great lines. It works so great, great uh, acting. Yeah. It works so well as well as he, you know, his the term his Terminator works so well as as a the good guy, uh, as well as the bad guy, and the way they do it is in the film is very clever as well. You know, it's it's, you know, they they captured this Terminator, which is just another model from the same batch, I yeah. guess that the for the, the from the first one was sent back. And uh, they just reprogrammed him to make him a protector, which is a great idea, and it totally works. Um, oh, everything's just—it's just a perfect sequel. And like we've said before, it follows that it follows that the perfect sequel formula, which is you do the same fucking film as the first time, but you you completely change everything. It's the same plot, the same film, only everything's different. And that's what they do, yeah. And it and it's brilliant. And like like with all the other examples that we've mentioned thus far, Empire Strikes Back, Toy Story Two, uh, The Godfather Part Two. This is definitely up there in as one of the greatest sequels that are better than the first film of all time. Yep. I mean, I don't think anyone could argue with the fact that this is better than the Terminator. Yep. It's got uh, this. Obviously, that takes nothing from the Terminator. It was, you know, third in the in the list for me. Yeah, it just and makes this film even greater. Yeah, it just even the the effects are better. The acting from Arnold and Linda Hamilton um, are better, and you know, just all of the elements that were added were great as well. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Edward Furlong, and uh, like I said, uh, Robert Patrick. He's the their two elements only added to how only added on top 
of something that was already great you yeah. know they only brought good things to the table they didn't take from anything they didn't uh, subtract from anything at all they only added to how good that this film film was in their roles and you know what else could you say it's just again it's just one film that you could just you just watch it over and over and it's uh it's it's clever it's it brings in you know backstory of um the the company as well yeah. you know like cyberdyne yeah. and you know it's it's it also ramps up the uh the intensity from what i said before from the first uh film being like the first slice of the story it then adds it within this story the intensity just starts to grow yeah that you could believe that like the next step is armageddon and this war yeah which they obviously they show you a bit um i think from this from this film it just yeah just uh the intensity grows and you believe that the next thing is nuclear war and you know the rise of the machines um so it just it it just completely turns up the intensity and the the action and the gravitas of the situation yeah um yeah, yeah and just i amazing. love the way that they change uh sarah connor's character oh yeah they make i mean she's completely different from completely the first film different. she's she's not she's not like uh um you know damsel in distress anymore mm. she's a proper tough you know um strong female character <laughs> who you know that was you know this like it's look you know but like they haven't done that before um they have many times ripley sarah connor the list is endless but um she's a great example of this and uh and she's awesome as well i mean she's um you know she's i mean she kicks serious butt as well i mean you could have um could have just been her Ooh. as the main hero yep. they could have just had it where arnie was the baddie again and it was just her fighting yeah. him and that would have been that would have worked been great as well um but it, it, you know i it just oh, i think just great her her sort of she's like slightly uh, uh mistrusting of him at first because obviously why wouldn't she be and then in the end, she ends up like respecting him, and they shake hands at the end. I mean, she's tough as shit. I mean, she's yeah. really like proper. Like she, she, you really feel like she could kill you, beat it. Yeah, and <laughs> unlike in she lots could, of these, she could take on that terminal. Unlike in lots of modern movies where you've got like these really petite, small women who like. Uh, they were, who, who will be in like a fight scene with like 20 massive guys and they'll like beat the shit out of all these guys mm. and you're like it's just pretty much like how you know that? Lara Croft from the newest Tomb Raider yeah or I'm a little bit like she'd get absolutely murdered or quite appropriately <laughs> Amelia Clark who plays Sarah Connor yeah. in Genesis like, don't get me wrong she's a fantastic actor of course and I, I really like her but she's she's tiny yeah and whereas Linda Hamilton is ripped, as this, f- she's yeah. muscly and she's really tough as nails, and she gets, she, you really feel like that she could take on a, 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 a you know, fight, go, go toe to toe with with a big bloke, yeah. and beat the shit out Literally, of him. Literally, yeah. Um. So you know that 
so you know rather than shoehorning women in just to be woke completely correct like they're doing now or changing male characters making them female sarah connor is a perfect example of an original character that's been written and and has evolved and grown yeah she has an arc she like, has a uh, tote she has an arc yeah she has an arc and, I, and here's the thing with that arc you do have to have two films yeah do you know what i mean so i can un- i can understand there's that middle bit we don't see but this is just like this this woman who was, let's just say she was a normal person. Because yeah. that's, that's the whole premise in the first Well, she's show, just right? a waitress. She's just a, she? just a normal person. Yeah. And she goes through a traumatic experience and then figures out, unless I I make myself uh, harder yes. and like quite cold, yeah. you know, yeah. unless I do these things, the world's going to end. Yeah. Literally. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's and just and she's prepared to do these things. Like yeah. she, when she goes to assassinate Miles Dyson, she has flaws. Like I totally, but she's know. human. Yeah. She's she, you know she she like she her first priority is John and being a mother and stuff. Yeah, but at the same time she can kick serious ass. Mm. That's great. Yeah, she's Man, a great that, that bit with character. Uh, yeah, she, Sarah Connor is the real hero oh, of the God, first yeah. two films. Yeah, she's, so she, yeah, absolutely. You know, and yeah, the bit with Miles Dyson is is like her her revelation of like how far she's come, yeah, and how far she's willing yeah. to go. You know, and she kind of realizes there is there is a bit of a point where you know can't just fucking kill someone cold blood. Got to try and change the future in a different way. Um, that's a great scene in it, you know, and obviously. Arnie in that where he like reveals like where he like rips his own arm off like you know yeah. and the skeletons underneath that yeah. is that is brutal like yeah. you know um again peak Arnie love it um and yes it's just it's just great you could start describing any scene and you can talk about any scene yeah. in it for for hours you know for just dissecting it and how good it is um and even if you just want to watch it, you just turn off and the action in it is just insane. Oh, it's brilliant. Like the scene where he doesn't kill any cops, but he explodes all the cars. Yeah. And, and it's mental. And you just and there's that shot of, of that the utter carnage yeah. that he's caused. And there's loads of there's just bodies all over the floor, <laughs> but they're not dead. They're yeah. just rolling around like holding their injuries. Arms. Yeah, literally. And then like, it just comes injuries. up on the screen like fatality zero. Oh, so good. And you're like, how? Yeah. Wouldn't be getting that in Man of Steel. No. <laughs> With the amount of destruction. <laughs> oh. God. Yeah, you're right. The action scenes are so well choreographed. Yeah. So well shot. And like you say, the special effects as well, they're so good. Not only do they hold up today, but they look more real than modern CGI, I think. Certain, yeah. Because modern CGI is just so, at times for me, it's so sort of cartoony. It, it's Do you know why? Much. I feel like, um, I know this is probably going on a bit of a tangent, not too far, but for for all that they are good, superhero films are so... Green screen. No, they're just so, they're so well lit that it doesn't look real. Yeah. So then if you're doing CGI on top, which is supposed to be real. 
Is someone opening our fridge? <laughs> if you're trying to do CGI that's supposed to look realistic, it doesn't work. Yeah. Your brain just is like, there's something wrong. Yeah. Whereas with this, with Terminator 2, with the CGI in it, the lighting is good. But it's also on that slight gritty side. Oh, it's so atmospheric, isn't it? So the CGI and the effects, when they look on point, it's quite seamless. Obviously, if you're going to nitpick it, it's, it's, you know, it's not, it's not, it is great. But like, there is obviously some, some wear on it of how long it's been. But it doesn't take you out of it at all because of just how good it is. Yeah. Still, it's still so on point. You know, there's still like a bit of a range on, yeah, there's there's good CGI, but you can tell it's quite old. Yep. But it don't, it won't take you out of the film. You can just tell. But the, the effects, they're, they're just great. And um, and you, you, can, you could watch T2 as a standalone movie. Yeah. That's another clever oh, yeah. thing about it is you don't have to have actually seen the Terminator no. to get it or appreciate it. Yeah. In fact, I think I saw T two first, um, before I did, and then I, the Terminator. But they didn't ruin it for me. Huh. Um. So, I mean, not only is it one of the greatest sequels ever made, it's one of the greatest action films ever made. It it it's one of the best sci fi films ever made. It's just one of the best films ever made. I mean, I'm sure it's in like IMDb's top 100. Got to be. Oh, it's got to be quite close um, to the top. Which for a film that falls into many genres and types that aren't considered critically uh, good, like, for example, action, the action genre, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger films, mm-hmm. For an Arnie film, for an action film, for a you know, for a sort of fantasy sci-fi film, it's really, really successful and really, um, just really, really good. I mean, you know, there's no, there's no, it's no wonder that it's considered his best film because it's one, it is one of the best films mm-hmm. ever made, I think. What would you give honourable mention? Oh yeah, honourable mention. Before we do um, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's worst, uh, by our calculation, well, I won't go into too much detail. Um, my honourable mentions are uh, True Lies, Kindergarten Cop, yep. and End of Days. Nice. Uh, Kindergarten Cop because of what we've we've already said. Because I think it's 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 very it's a good film, funny, popular, uh, but for me not quite as good as Twins, so yeah. it doesn't make the top five. It really did um, flip flop. I could I could have said either for number five. Yeah, same. Um, but because ugh, I just laughed so much at Twins, but exactly just pipped, pipped it. Uh, True Lies. Um, Again, James Cameron. Such a good film. A great film. Uh, again, it's very on the nose. It's very sort of. It's very self-aware. It knows that it's a cheesy action film, and it doesn't. 
try and be anything else. Um, it, it, you know, it, it's it, it, and it's got um, it's got some great comedic moments in it, but it's also got some great action. Mm. Um, my favourite kill There's line, some amazing action in it. Amazing, like, yeah, like top tier action. And, well, it's James Cameron, isn't it? it is, so yeah. 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 Uh, my favourite kill line of any Arnie films in this, where he uh, the the baddies hanging off a, a rocket on on a jet, and Arnie's sitting in the cockpit. And he just looks at him and he just says, you're fired. And then he shoot, fires the rocket through with... the building with the baddie hanging on it, <laughs> through the building into the helicopter on the other side that's also got a load of bad guys in yeah. it. You're it's... fired. Yeah, that's that's a great line. And the, the action in that film is great. But for it, it's, it's a comedy. It's like mainly a comedy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, and End of Days, I've always had a soft spot for End of Days. Mm. I feel like it was Arnie's last sort of... I feel like, for me, I mean, people would probably argue that it was a lot earlier than that. But for me, End of Days was like Arnie's last big sort of good film. Mm. Uh, and I think it's really quite poignant and, and fitting that that I think that's the only film where he dies where he's not the terminator oh okay and because you know how at the end he he very heroically impales himself in that sword to save the world Mm. uh and then he dies and he's i think that's the only only films where he he's he's the good guy and he's uh, playing a a, a normal human human and he dies uh and it's, it's it's very dark and his acting in that's really good. I think. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, he's like very like he's, he's like an alcoholic and he's mourning and troubled. With, with end of days, it's um f- for me. There's certain bits which obviously I pointed out during the film that let it down. Yeah, like like the fact that his name is Kane Je- Jericho. Yeah. Or Jericho Kane, yeah, and I'm just like, there's nothing. That's that's such a a terrible Cheesy. writer thing there's to no do. There's no need for it, no, because he's supposed to be an ordinary yeah. guy. So why would he have a biblical name? Two, two biblical, yeah, two biblical names. Why wasn't he just called like John Smith? You know, uh, yeah, why, why, he didn't need to be called Jericho Kane. That's such a, a that's such a shit writer trope, isn't it? Yeah, like we've I've definitely said this before. Yeah, where where it's like. They have to ref like it's about God and the devil. Yeah. Why does the character have to have two biblical names? It, it, I mean, he could have been called Cain. He could have been called yeah. like Jane, John Cain, or yeah. something. But the fact that he's Jericho Cain. Yes. Yeah. Jericho's such a weird. It's first two on name the nose. Well. It's two on the nose. Uh, it so have, could have been called Jerry Cain. There was some. There was some bits in that which I was just a little bit like, okay, that's that's not great. But yeah, I too also have a soft spot for it for the. F- very same reason where it's just like after this after 2000 or 99 whichever year it came out it's definitely it's definitely a different time for Arnold and it's not the same yeah it's sort of the beginning of the end yeah it's so and especially after that is a couple of years later you have Terminator 3 um so well, I mean, the noughties just weren't great generally. No. Um, and plus, he was he was at that time he was focusing more on his political career and mm. he was shying away from film. Yeah. Uh, are there any honourable mentions that I didn't mention uh, um, that you want to add? Just Jingle All the Way. 
I think. Yeah, I mean, I love Jingle All the Way. Great. Uh, you're right. It's it's such a another exhibition of Arnold Schwarzenegger's comedic chops. Yeah. Um, not enough to break near the top five, but um, but probably in the top ten, maybe. Oh, it's a great, it's a, it's a great Christmas film. Oh yeah, it's a, lo- yeah. It's a great family film. So yeah, yeah, another honourable mention for that. Again, I'd, I'd love to talk a little bit more about it, but this these films, like we've done quite a few, um, and obviously like hinted at them and uh, talks a little bit about similar things that happen in other Arnold's films. So uh, yeah, those are my honourable mentions. And now to the worst. Right. Or which one we think is the worst. Ooh. Now, obviously, Arnold Schwarzenegger has done some absolute schlock in the last couple of years. Yeah. I'm going to say that we uh, maybe have which is the worst prior to end of days. Does that change your choice? Yeah. Does it? Okay, maybe we won't do that. <laughs> so... I'm just going to say mine outright, and I don't know how you're going to feel about it, but you probably could guess what it is anyway. The worst Arnold Schwarzenegger film for me on rewatch has to be Commando. Oh. Like. I was not expecting that. There is so many good things about Commando that are let down by the whole package. Right. It it succumbs to its own weight of failure for me. On a rewatch, I was just not enjoying it. Even as an Arnie film, like, because yeah. there's so many Arnie bits in it where you're just like, this is grade A, 100% Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. But the rest of the parts surrounding Arnold, even Arnold's acting... As we've said, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's the worst I've, uh, I've ever seen of him. I agree with that. And yeah. then all around is just shite. Oh, oh, God, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's 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 it, it's trash, but I think Commando's hilariously bad. Right. It really makes me laugh. Some of it, I we we got to mention. So, so Commando. I mean, we've already spoken about it. So, but. I don't know if you haven't seen it. I hope you like steel drums. <laughs> I know. Because for some reason, it's not, majority of it is not set in the Caribbean. In fact, none of it's set in the Caribbean. No, it's set in um, it's one, North America and South America. One, one, sm- the small, the, the end, a small percentage is set in South America. Yeah. But. It's still got an Afro-Caribbean uh, sound. Afro-Caribbean Calypso. random inclusion of fucking steel drums. I've said this again, I've said this to, to someone else, that... They introduce a new instrument every 30 seconds during a song. So by four minutes, you've got fucking 
your ears are bleeding. Like, yeah. it's so bad. It, the music is ridiculous. Isn't it's it? so fucking It's so bad. distracting. And they, all the instruments like the, they add in, like the saxophones, the trumpets, and they don't go. the strings, they, 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 they sound like they're out of tune. They do, they are out of tune. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's so, it's laughable, actually. On, I, the, fl- on the flip side, uh, at the very beginning of the film, I thought we were watching a sitcom. Oh my god, that the whole montage of him and his daughter is so funny. They They, had no, they had no idea how to set up the the father daughter dynamic in a scene with words. That they chose a montage where they go get ice cream. Yeah, they walk over a bridge over a stream, and they 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 feed a deer. Yeah, they pet a deer, a wild deer. Yeah. They, oh, yeah, they, they're hiking. They have like an ice cream fight where they like get ice cream on their, each other's noses and laugh about it. You know, the, <laughs> they go swimming. Yeah, stereotypical. Oh, we're just getting along. Yeah. You know, we're a happy family. Oh my God. It was awful. Yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah, it's laughable. Other bits where and the you action know, is just ridiculous and over the top. And then you get to the plot is, is thin, as thin as it is. Yeah. So obviously his daughter gets kidnapped and uh, taken uh, by uh, a general who wants a South American government overthrown because Matrix helped them overthrow it to begin with. And then so his old Green Beret unit, some of them fake their own death. And kill the rest. And, you know, it's just... It's so convoluted. It, 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 like, hangs by a thread as it is. And then you get to the characters who are left. And it's like... One guy who... The guy who's in The Warriors. I can't remember his name. Oh, Sully. Sully. Yeah. He's, like, four foot eleven. Yeah. And he was supposed to be in an elite commando unit. Uh, that takes me out. He's like yeah. compared to when you see him next to Arnie, and you're like, both of us were in the army, or in the in the special forces, and I'm just like, no, you weren't. <laughs> like, uh, no, you definitely were not. And then, yeah, and then you got the rest of the crew. Oh, and then you come to Bennett. Yeah. I mean, where do we even begin with Bennett? I mean, he's. Um, this is gonna sound, uh, you know. Right, I'll just describe it this way. He is... uh, He's a larger guy. And you're expected to um, understand that he could overpower Arnold Schwarzenegger, who has more muscle than he's had hot dinners. I mean, look, I'll, 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 I'll come out and say it because I'm, I'm not politically correct. He is fat and camp as yeah, fuck. Yeah. He's a big, fat, gay, camp guy. Now, and it's just ridiculous. I mean, he wears like a tight vest. <laughs> he's got like a, he's got like a, 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 a man he's got a belly. belly. Yeah. He's got like bingo wings. Yeah. He's got like a, a Freddie Mercury moustache. Well, we said that, didn't we? Cup. We were just like, they wanted Freddie Mercury, but they couldn't afford him. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly. And, he, and he speaks as well. He's got this like camp Australian accent. It's like, oh, hello, Matrix. Oh, it's been a long time, hasn't it? The bit the bit is that is the worst, I which mean, you did point out. It's not Priscilla, Queen of the fucking Desert. You pointed it out, mate. It was just the, the bit where he 
uh, where Matrix, so Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, is um, trying to goad him into letting go of his daughter and just like having a fist fight with him. Yeah. Or like a knife, no, d- not a knife fight, a fist fight. And like every line that Matrix says, it looks like <laughs> Bennett is calming his pants. Actually, he's doing a sex it's face. It's so thing. grim. Because he's, he's, he's obviously getting like... He's like, oh! He's like, oh, I can beat you, John. Oh, I can beat you! You're not even exaggerating. I swear to God. Like, I, I feel like I have to put in the... I might try and put in the audio for like context. Because oh you're God. not far off at all. I don't need the girl! <laughs> I don't need the gun, John. <laughs> I can beat you. <laughs> I don't need no gun! I'm gonna kill you now! He's, he's, he's far oh, too... I want to slip my blade deep inside it's you. It's so fucking camp, mate. Like... Uh, it's just in that so same bad. scene about two minutes before when Jenny runs runs down she runs down some stairs into like the cellar and she runs off and hides and then Bennett just comes in and he like glides down the stairs with his with his hands flicked up like <laughs> where are you Jenny I'm gonna find you <laughs> I mean come it's on so fucking crap he's supposed to like, be the main antagonist like here's the thing like it's just funny. He's supposed to. He's supposed to be this serious bad guy, uh, second to Matrix Commando. Literally, that's what the title is. They're commandos. Yeah. This this guy is the antithesis of someone who could not be a commando. It's not to do with. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not to do with the campness. Yeah, it's to do yeah. with ha- he's he's like quite overweight. You're exa- yeah, he's, you're right. He's just wearing a fucking mesh tank yeah. top. Yeah, he's. You can't take this guy with fingerless gloves right, and right. his attitude right. seriously. You're right. We're not. We're not being homophobic. No, we're, it's just it's, it's, it, it's, not it's because. He, but the thing is, he, the thing is, he, he's not meant to be gay. He's not a no. gay character. So we're not. We're not having to go at him for that. No, we're having to go at him for the fact that he's supposed to be this hard butch yeah. commando who can take on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Someone and who's taking on Arnold Schwarzenegger overweight. Someone who's taking on Arnold Schwarzenegger in this role. For you to take it seriously, yeah, needs to have muscles, yeah, needs to sound tough, exactly. Has to back it up with actions, exactly. This guy is the complete opposite, yeah, and it just takes you so far out of the film that that is just one jigsaw piece that I just when I was rewatching it, I was just like, this is like a film that's had a meltdown, yeah. This is like a film that has only had its script written on the f- on the day of the shoot. Yeah. It sounds like the guy who was doing the music, and I think it's someone famous doing the music. Oh, God. I I'm mean, not even joking. F- I mean, I'm just gonna... also as well, it's just, what you got to think about is some of Arnold Schwarzenegger's characters' adversaries have been the most iconic in cinema history. You've got the T-1000, you've got the Predator, and then you've got Bennett. And you just think, you know, how can you go... For, you've, got, you've got T-1000, you've got Predator, and then Bennett. I mean, it's some you, like an overweight camp Australian guy with a moustache. It, you know. <laughs> uh, it was uh, done by uh, James Horner. 
who also did uh, Aliens, which we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, James Horner. Uh, Batteries I, Not Included, yeah. Willow, which we were also talking about. Yeah, no, he did I've Field of, of Dreams. Yeah, I've heard of James Horner. He's done some great things. Did he do, Jumanji? Did, did he do Terminator? Uh, not sure, I don't think so. He did Wrath of Khan. Yeah. So he's yeah, not. Yeah, James Horner is. James Horner is yeah. not. Uh, I, I, especially when I saw it come up, I was like, "That's not uh, James Horner's not a bad composer. Yeah, he's not a bad uh, producer. Why is the music so bad? <laughs> like, so fucking bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you're right. Commandos is is uh, Commandos laughably bad. But one thing that got me about it, just yeah. to, to go. A little bit deeper is the the atmos and the the dubbing. Yeah. <laughs> so quite a bit of the film is dubbed, and a lot of the sound effects um, is done. Uh, it, you can tell that it's been done in a studio. Like they haven't got this atmos from the from on set. It's you know, like like a lot of films, it'll be like people doing the sound effects of like you know, like treading in, like footsteps and stuff, uh, be recorded in the studio. But it's it's mixed so badly, yeah, that you can tell that that's not your brain can tell that there's something wrong. It's very poorly made. It's like a B movie. It is a friggin' B movie. Um, but I do like watching it because. I do think it's it's I do think it's funny and and it makes me laugh at how bad it is. What is your worst? Well, for the same reason that I enjoy watching Commando, despite the fact that I think it's it's pretty bad, I also quite enjoy Batman and Robin. Uh, which is why that is not my pick. <laughs> Um, for the worst film, too many good puns. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's yeah, it's it's awful, but it's hilariously awful. Yeah, and enough. I'd happily watch it for a laugh. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I'm I won't go into I'm not going to go into a, a detail about this or or a rant because um, I I don't want to work myself up. Um, <laughs> but I think the worst film I've ever seen uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger in is um, Terminator Dark Fate. I haven't even watched it and I refuse to. Um, I mean it's fucking awful. It's it's quintessential um, you know, it's the quintessential example of this 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 thing that's going on in Hollywood now with, with wokeness and, and shoehorn and retconning and shoehorning uh, See, I know women what into male roles for no reason rather than writing Yes, yeah, original see, I, characters. See, I know what happens in the film. I just refuse to watch. Oh, it. it's just so. It and it's just. Was it you who told me um, what <sighs> happened? I think I think you saw it, and I think I. Yeah, I went to the cinema with Dave. And, yeah, I uh, think I think you told me that they um, killed John Connor in the first scene. Correct. Sorry, and, spoilers, but yeah. And I was just like, fair enough. I don't have to ever watch it. So yeah, in the first five minutes of this film, they they basically retcon Terminator Two. And make it pointless because, uh, because, uh, because yeah, because at the start of the Terminator of Dark Fate, another T eight hundred turns up, and almost immediately. This is it's, I think it's set like a, a several a couple of months after the end of Judgment Day, yeah. and Sarah and John are, are down in some South American beach town, and another T eight hundred just turns up and just shoots John dead. Boom. 
So it's like the whole point, the whole film, Judgment Day, of them trying to this t all that effort that that, that T eight hundred went to to protect John and save him and stop Judgment Day. And they don't even they clearly they don't even stop Judgment Day because another Terminator comes back. So the whole of it was completely pointless. It retcons the whole film. And instead So they kill off John Connor, they replace him with this with this Mexican woman who's now the new saviour of mankind. And then and then this other woman comes back who's uh um who's supposed to be like the Carl Reese character, who's some superhuman I don't even know what I don't even what I don't even know what I think she's like half Terminator, half human yeah, or something. And then Linda Hamilton's in it again, and 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 Arnie gets just reduced to some sort of joke cameo where he's like he's like a he's like a he's like an old lumberjack. Yeah, yeah like oh, it's just, oh, I mean, oh. takes the piss. It's so shit, and it's just it's just yet another example of of a, a you know a a franchise being just shit all over and, and ruined here's the thing about about that is um the rights for the terminator films have been ping-ponged across hollywood so much right. that it's absolutely ruined it as a franchise absolutely like so i read uh, an article um about it quite a while ago probably when dark fate was coming out which yeah. is which is why I, at first i didn't go and see it yeah not I'd, I didn't go, not go and see it because I like thought oh it's got like it's got like women terminators in it or whatever that's f- bullshit but I I'd seen that the the rights have been bought and sold so many times to the Terminator franchise that there can be no cohesion there can be no solid structure of uh, you know, like a thought-out plan. You know, like um, maybe not to this extent, but like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. Um, it's yeah, it's got its bad films, but it's also got quite a cohesion on the underlying story. Yeah. So you can't have. I think it was also bought like the rights for it were either bought for maybe just one dollar or one million dollars. I can't remember, but it's something like really low. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like it was something stupidly low, like one dollar. Like it just went to one from one studio to another one in an agreement for one dollar, or it was bought for so low as one million dollars. Like it's the, the Terminator franchise, like the rights to make the next film. Yeah. Should be considered in higher regard and there's ge- genuinely no way that if it gets batted around studios and like production companies um like it did for so long between uh salvation genesis and dark fate i think it went to like loads of different studios then there can be no you can't have a great idea for what to do with terminator next if it keeps just getting passed around like it's nothing. Yeah. So I was just like, Genesis was bad. But from, you know, obviously, I think it was you who told me the pretty much the entire story of Dark Fate, probably one day when we were working or something. And uh, I literally was just like, right, I don't, I don't need to see the film. And then it just killed any enthusiasm for the franchise of Terminator. Yeah. And I could see why it happened. 
Uh, so can I. If you're passing it around and then, you know, flavor of the month um, idea comes up, um, gets greenlit because they don't want to lose the rights or, you know, they want to use the rights to the franchise that they've got, you know, the rights to make a Terminator film, you rush it out. You yeah. literally are just like, we need to get this thing out the door because we've just paid for this, you know, and obviously it kind of all starts with three. Three was quite bad. But obviously, it just gets progressively worse from there. And uh, yeah, I just I just thought to myself when I saw um, Dark Fate and I read this this article of how the Terminator franchise has been kind of battered around Hollywood. I was just like, I have no intention of of seeing it because I'm just like, it will just it will just make it worse. Like, yeah. you know, it will obviously make you appreciate one and two a lot. I mean, I, I thought Genesis was bad, mm. but compared to Dark Fate, Genesis, I think Genesis is good. Mm. I mean, well, I don't think it's good, no. but I, <laughs> in I, comparison, I, I, you know, at least at least they made an effort to um, uh, stick to the um, to the um, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, to the continuity, yeah, to the narrative, yeah, yeah, all those, both those words. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, at least they made an effort to do all that with Genesis, and um, you know, and I mean, God, compared and again, compared to Dark Fate, Terminator Three, this it's brilliant was brilliant. Oh. Um, I mean, it, I, it's it's like it's like fucking Star Wars all over again. Like they they prom they promised us Arnie. Linda Hamilton and Edward Furlong, they brought all three of them back, um, and they were like, "Oh, we were like, this is it, this is it, this is what we've been waiting for since so Judgment Day. Mishandled. This is the sequel we wanted. We wanted Arnie, we wanted we wanted Sarah Connor, we wanted John Connor back again for a th- we, this is what we want, and they fucking wasted them. Linda Hamilton was wasted that film. She she no point in her being in it. Arnie even more wasted." Mm. Edward Furlong even more wasted than him. <laughs> he gets shot in the head. Like. He gets shot in the head, and he and and he's it, it, it's 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 him as young John Connor. Yeah, it's it's they've like de-aged him, so it's not even him now. We're like we're, when they first announced it, I thought we were going to see a, a grown-up Edward Furlong. Yeah. as the grown-up John Connor. So it you know, and it's just it, oh, just it, fucking Star Wars over again. <coughs> so just oh. before we um. <clears throat> Just before we um, we go, there's one one thing I want to to briefly discuss. Yeah. Because um, it's something I was thinking about um, uh, over the last sort of couple of days with all the the viewings we've been doing and stuff. Um, and I, I, being a big fan of of both, um, as as I'm sure you are. Mm. Do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger is a better actor? Than Sylvester Stallone. I'm gonna go with no. That's very tentative. They're gonna go with no because that's not what you said last. Time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with no because I feel like with with Sylvester Stallone. Outside of the Rocky franchise, I'm I'm just not quite sure that his his dramatic uh, 
acting is as good as Arnold Schwarzenegger's is right in his tries at the same genre. Wait, but but you said no. What? Did you mean yes? What do you mean? Because I, I said, do you think Arnie's a better actor than Sylvester Oh, I thought, I thought Sylvester. you said Sylvester no. Sloan was better. So I think so Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. is a better actor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because... Um, yeah, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has uh, uh, quite a few films where he he shows what he can do acting wise uh, in dramatic roles. Yeah, where there's not enough evidence for me outside of Rocky for that for that same uh, yeah in the in the if it was the same role it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as, as good. Um, He's he's got so many he's got a lot of bad ones, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Let's not let's not beat around the bush on that take either. But he when he uh finally gets um like a hold on So it's just post commando really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like post commando is uh, is a different Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um I don't think it would be um as successful if it was uh, Sylvester Stallone in those dramatic roles. Not to discount um, how much of a star and how big of a of a draw and a, and how good Sylvester Stallone can be in certain roles. Like yeah. it's, I don't think you know. There's a. I don't think there's more than maybe one or two actors who would have been as good as Rambo. Mm. Maybe not even anyone. Um, Rocky was well. I mean, he wrote it. Yeah. Um, you know, he he developed the script, so it's it's hard to picture anyone else as Rocky as well. Yeah. So he does have that factor where it's like it's Sylvester Stallone in that role, or it's no one. Yeah. But Arnold Schwarzenegger has that as well, and I don't I don't believe that um, Sylvester Stallone is is as good as. Arnold Schwarzenegger in those dramatic roles. Again, it's 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 hard because they've head to head as action stars. I mean, that's been debated ever since the the late seventies, early eighties, really. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. Not sure if I can draw a conclusion on that straight up. Yeah, it, it's a difficult one. In in an, in a weird sort of way, it's like it's like trying to. Pick, trying to decide who you think's better out of sort of Pacino and De Niro, yeah, because they're both quite. When it comes to Arnie and Sly, they're both very similar, and they, you know, and they often they get compared. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, I think uh, on paper, you, I think it's fair to say that that St- Stallone is more talented creatively, right? So you know, like as 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 you mentioned, he he. He he wrote Rocky. Mm. He's a director. Oh yeah. He's a writer and a director. Um, you know, of which he won, and he won an Oscar for Rocky. Um, uh, well, the film won Best Picture, but you know he yeah, wrote yeah, it, yeah. so yeah. it's his Oscar, it's his victory, and he has won a Golden Globe for acting. Yeah. People, I think people sort of forget this, or they, or the, maybe they didn't believe it. Yeah. Of but he won a Best Supporting Actor Golden Globe. For Creed, and that's not a you know a Golden Globe is sort of like the the American equivalent of a of a of a BAFTA, you know it's nothing to be scoffed at. No, it's not like a you know a you know I don't know a 
Saturn film lord. <laughs> yes. Always Saturn, isn't it? Poor old Saturn. Saturn. I'm sorry if you're a Saturn yeah. uh, person listening watching to this. The, yeah. Watching the awards. But, area. you know, you, it, it's. It, but anyway, my point is. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think. I think Whereas Arnie is 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 just a, um, I think he's a more of a mega star. Yeah, Stallone is a better creator. He's he's a producer certainly, yeah. and and a and a and a um, and a and a, but he is a, a, he's more of a star. You're right. He's more of a of a Hollywood star. Mm. Whereas Stallone's more of a a, a um, creative um, force, shall we say? Yeah. But as you say, I do, I th- you know I do think that. Um, I think for me, the difference is, yeah, Stallone can do dramatic, um, <sighs> certainly a bit like Arnie, certainly um, later in his career. I mean, his performance in Creed was very good. I found it very moving hmm. um, and he definitely deserved his Golden Globe. Um, but, you know, uh, as we said, apart from Rocky, which has dramatic moments in it, I feel like with Sly, <laughs> um, there's not a lot of range. No, and it's a tighter range, isn't it? Yeah. It's a shorter, um, it's a shorter spectrum of range for Stallone. And in comparison, yeah, and all, all and all the scenes where, um, all the scenes where we we watched, we saw examples of Arnie acting. Um, these sort of really sort of moments that are kind of um, throw you a bit because. You're like, oh, that was actually quite um, that that was quite subtle and well acted and, yeah. and moving. Some of the t- like we were talking about earlier about some of the the touching scenes in Twins where yeah. he's he's you know and he's because his character is quite supposed to be quite gentle and tender. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I just can't see S- Sly no. being able to have that um, that sort of gentle. Uh, tenderness and also um, I, d- I just I don't think Sly is, can do comedy that well no I mean you know he's Arnie just has a sort of natural charisma he has a timing which gets really good yeah later on in his career yeah you know in the 80s yeah that kind of leads into tons of comedic roles which yeah. you know it's a, it's a bit of a a risk. I don't know where it started. Maybe it was Twins that was the f- one of his first comedies. I mean, you obviously see parts of that in uh, Terminator Two. Yeah, but that's in that's in the nineties. So uh, you know, it's it was probably a bit of a risk being like, oh, we're going to have uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, quite a serious action hero. Yeah. Coming into the the comedy space, and then for him to get quite a few roles uh, in comedies as the lead actor is, you know, is it just shows you how much of a, a star he is that he can kind of adapt to that. Yeah. But like, you, yeah, like you said, I don't think I could see Sylvester Stallone doing it. I just see a lot of growth and maturity in his performances. Yeah. As as as, as he goes on, as he gets older. Um, and 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 a lot of range, whereas with Sly there is less range and there's less growth. I mean, he's still making 
it's like it's movies like The Expendables and <laughs> Escape Plan, and it's he's like it's the eighties sequels to Rambo and stuff. Um, whereas Arnie nowadays is making these sort of very um, like indie um, dramas, yeah, um, with absolutely no action at all. Um, which weren't that successful, but they, he, you know, he showed he was trying. He, yeah, and he he was, um, he was sort of well received. You know, I think and I think the critics at least respected the fact that he was he was giving, um, sort of you know serious sort of um, like dramas ago. Um, so um, yeah, do I think that that Arnie is ever going to win? an Oscar or even a Golden Globe. No. Hmm. However, um, nominated though. Uh, was he nominated? Nominated for Twins. Really? Yeah. For with, a Golden Globe? Yeah. And uh, Emma, no, sorry, uh, Junior. Junior. Sorry. For, for Best Supporting Actor? I think so. That, uh, that and uh, Emma Thompson for Best Supporting Actress. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. He's really good in Twins. Um, <laughs> even though... <laughs> it's one of his best performances. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, but you know, look, awards, um, don't awards on everything, you know, Sylvester might be the better actor on paper, but in my opinion, um, Arnie just edges him. But when I say just, I'm talking like 51% Arnie, (laughs) 49% Sly. It's not a big, it's not a big gap. It's not a big gap. It's not golf. No. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's not like. One of them's Marlon Brando and the other one's Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> you know, they're pretty even. Tommy wise. Um But yeah. Um But you know, look, it's it, it, Arnie is Arnie, isn't he? He's, he's you know, he'll no matter what happens, or no matter how many uh Batman and Robins or Terminator Dark Fates <laughs> that he that he makes, he'll he'll always be back. <laughs>